Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. It is going to be an interesting night tonight. I am quite sick right now with that that coughing crud that's going around that gets in your lungs and just sits there. So we're going to have fun. I want to let you know right away, if I start coughing on the show, I will because I'm hosting by myself, which is you know, I'm doing every no-no you're not supposed to do when you're, uh, when you're sick and you're, when you work in radio. I have a cough drop in my mouth right now. You don't do that. That's so unprofessional. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm hosting alone, so if I have a coughing fit and have to mute myself, then there's no one there to jump in. Unless we get Stan, maybe George, to call in and they want to hang out with me tonight, that would be cool. And that problem's alleviated. But we're just going to get through this. I mean, what options do we have? We don't, you know, we're always here and we always spend time together. So we may not always do it pretty, but we always do it together, and that's what's important. So we're just going to have some fun tonight, and, and hopefully I don't, you know, cough during the most dramatic and important part of your read. <laughs> okay. So before we get started, I want to uh, do a couple things. The first thing I want to do is give out the phone number. So if you want to call in and read, you can. It is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All righty. You can call in and share your work tonight. I want to do the announcements, as I said. Uh, if you're interested in putting together a workshop with us, you can do so, and we would be happy to have you. Uh, it can be on anything that you want. It can be an actual workshop where we walk through steps one, two, and three, and at the end we have a poem. Or we could do a workshop where we're talking about a certain genre of poetry, an era. We can go through the steps of writing uh, a specific type of poem like a sonnet or you know the study of haikus we can talk about a specific poem or specific suspicious i'm a professional don't try this at home this is why you don't talk with a cough drop in your mouth <laughs> if you want to talk about uh, a certain poet you know and and do that you can do that as well you can also talk about things like spoken word poetry as a craft. We could do one where we, you know, if somebody's in editing or cover design or anything, whatever you want to do, just shoot me a message. Probably the easiest way is on Facebook. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to put together, and we'll get that scheduled. We can do these anywhere from three hours of 30 minutes up to three hours long. Okay, it depends on how much time that you need. And then they can be pre-recorded, or we can set up a show just like this, only it's not broadcast to the public, and you can call in and we can pre-record it together if you'd like me to participate with you. Or you can do it live, 
and just we call in and we're on the show live and everybody gets to hang out with us. So in any way you want or it can be a combination of both, pre-record part of it. The fun part about being able to pre-record them is you can sit at home, write it all out, figure out what you want to do, pre-record, edit it, and then send me the MP3 file and you're good to go. Pretty awesome. So if you'd like to do that, just let me know. We'll get it set up. And then the next thing I want to do, I want to thank Star Sevron, James one Sapien and Roy Murdoch for helping to sponsor the show last year for the our licensing fee. Uh every year. Um it is a thousand dollars, I think it's just gone up a little bit, uh, for our licensing fee to be able to broadcast uh the three hour show all year long. And the three of them helped out with that expense last year and really appreciate them for doing that. Uh love you guys. Um we are Looking at the beginning of our new year, so if you're interested in helping out and uh, helping to sponsor the show, just let me know, and I'll tell you what that entails, and uh, appreciate that. So, Star Severon, James, Roy, appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for this last year of poetry. You're amazing. Next, the beginning and the end, or the beginning of every show, I always give out writing exercise and writing prompts. Okay, the exercise which I'm going to give you first is meant to just get your pen moving. It's meant to feed your brain. It's like, you know, putting on your putting on your 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 old grungy sweatshirt and going out for a run. It's just to to make your pen move. Think about things you wouldn't think about them normally or explore them in a direction you may not have explored, that type of thing. Just it's really important. You don't have to write a poem every day. But if your hand moves a pen every day, there's a lot of power in that. So the exercise that I'm going to give you this week is one of my favorite because my one of my I carry three books around with me all the time. The first two never change and the third one will rotate. But the books that I carry around is are <laughs> is are yes I know good grammar. Um, the books I carry around with me, the first one is the thesaurus. I always have a thesaurus with me. I've got a really cool one from like the 1890s, a really old one. It's got a leather-bound cover. I used to carry that all the time, but I just got a new one with a cloth cover. Uh, That way I, I don't keep putting wear and tear on my leather one, but always I have a thesaurus with me. The next one is a book by a poetry book by Jewel, and it's called A Night Without Armor. Yes, Jewel, the songwriter. She's uh, grew up on classical poetry, just an amazing poet herself. I really like her style. And the other book that I'm currently carrying around with me is called Singing the Blues, and it's just this phenomenal book. I'll post some information on my page later because everybody should read this book. It is incredible. Um, but the thesaurus, it's an awesome, awesome book. So this exercise is the thesaurus exercise. What I want you to do is I want you to go through the poetry you've written in the past and find some of your favorite lines, your very favorite lines. Like um, one of mine is, uh, oh, what is that, the one, um, on nights like this when the moon is round, I become milk white, a tiger in my own skin with no room to pace. That's one of my favorite lines I've ever written. Okay, so I take that line and I'll go through my poems and I'll find another line. I'll take get five lines and then I'll sit there with my thesaurus and I'll rewrite that sentence. 
the exact same sentence. It means the exact same thing, but with different words. And what that does is, because one of my pet peeves for me personally is, I, unless it's intentional, I try not to ever repeat the same word the same way. So if I say, you know, the moon is bright, I won't use the word bright again. I may not even use the word moon again. I'll find a different way to describe the moon. So using the thesaurus and doing this and looking at things that you've written and tearing them apart and rebuilding them using the thesaurus and finding new words and discovering new words, every single time you put a new word in your vocabulary, you become a better writer. You know, and don't do one of those things. Um, I wrote a poem one time right after someone very close to me died, and I couldn't figure out what I wanted to say in the right words. So I wrote the most pretentious poem you would ever believe. With all these, I looked up words. And, you know, it was just weird. It was, I just, it was a rough time, and so this is one of the stupid things that I did. But I looked up all these words that were huge and I'd never heard before and looked up their meanings, and I wrote a poem to him like that. And I think that maybe part of me knew that I couldn't write what I wanted to write. So because I knew whatever I would write would be so crappy that I hid it behind the facade of those words. So no one would know what it really meant, but you know, maybe he hopefully I just I'm sharing my I'm sharing my cough drop with my teeth. I hate it when I do that. It just automatically did it. <laughs> Sorry. Um but anyway it it really helps you become a better writer when you do this exercise. I was getting off on a tangent anyway. Um, so take five sentences and just sit there and rewrite them over and over and over and over again. Like I said, it's a real fun way to figure out new words to use. Now, the next thing I want to do before I give you your prompt is, well, let me do the prompt first and then I'll do the next thing. What we're going to do with the prompt tonight is I'm not giving you one. I know, I can hear you gasping. What? Um, yeah, I'm not giving you one tonight. You guys are going to give them out. So what I want to do is when I bring you on to read tonight, I am going to ask you to give me a title prompt. So you can say, um, you know, Summer Skies, or you can say Concrete, or you can say blah, 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 blah. Just a real short, something I can use for a title. All right? And so tonight, instead of getting one prompt, we're going to give a whole list of prompts, and I'm going to write them down and keep track of them throughout the night and then post them on my page at the end of the show. And it will be this week's writing prompt titles from you guys. So I think that will be a lot of fun. I'm going to let you guys give each other homework. So be creative with them. You know, make them fun. Make them challenging. Make them you know, esoteric that where they could mean many different things in interpretation. Sorry, I had to take a drink. You guys, I just hope that you guys love me and get through this with me tonight. It's not going to be pretty. I'm telling you, seriously, it's not. I'm trying really hard here. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead. And what I'm going to do now is I want to take a break for a second and talk to you about something very important. And I'm hoping that I can get through it a little bit better this week than I did last week. As we all know, someone very close to us Gary Snyder passed away recently, and Noreen is struggling to come up with money to help pay for his funeral. Gary's last wishes, uh, last wish was that he be buried in Brushnell, Florida, where the veterans are buried. I hope I said that right. Um, and, and as a veteran, 
you know, he deserves that. He deserves to spend the rest of eternity where his heart is, you know. It's really important to me. So Noreen set up a GoFundMe account, and she's trying to raise the money. The uh, the veterans, uh, the military will pay for part of the expenses, but they're not going to pay for all of it. And there's no way she can come up with the extra money. She needs to raise six thousand three hundred or six thousand and thirty-five dollars for his funeral. And when I made my donation, I'm really broke right now, like all of us are. You know, I, I only I had like fifty bucks to put in, and I thought that's such a piddly amount. I almost didn't sign my name. I told you this last week. I almost didn't sign my name because I was embarrassed that I could only give fifty dollars. And then I thought, no. Because do you know how many of us there are? Do you know how many people are on my friends list? Do you know how many? We have millions of people that listen to this show. If all of us only gave $1, she would be able to bury her husband, our Gary, our Gary, where he wishes to be buried. Okay? And, you know, heavens forbid, what if we helped her raise even more? You know, gave beautiful, poor, sweet, tender-hearted Noreen a little bit of a financial buffer to be able to get through this horrible time that she's going through. This is really important to me. You know, if all of us just do a little tiny bit, whatever we can do, <coughs> excuse me, it's going to make all the difference to her. And he's our Gary. Simple me, simple you. I love him and I miss him so much. And I just am really, really, really embracing Noreen right now as I know that we all are because they they were you know I always say that a perfect relationship most relationships and I know you guys will relate to this but most relationships one does more taking than giving and usually what happens when the relationship falls apart is because one gets overflow one person is the vessel that keeps taking or being given to and overflows and the other one's empty there's no way that can survive when that happens but sometimes something magic happens, like the Cirrus stars, who it looks like one star, but it's actually two stars in orbit around each other. So when two people are in orbit around each other, both continue to grow. Both are being, are being able to feed and being fed. And it is this amazing, beautiful magic that happens. And that was Gary and Noreen. That was the type of love they had. They both lived for the expression on the other person's face. You know, he was he was a radar repairman in the service. He's one of our poets. He's part of our family. He's our, our backyard singer and guitar player. And we lost him too soon, and we love him. And I really think that we should step up to the plate on this, guys. So, you know, and if you can't give anything, if you can't share, leave a comment on the GoFundMe page and tell people why this person was amazing because that may help. You know, people go and look at these GoFundMe pages all the time that don't even know Gary. You know, so, you know, maybe your contribution can just be your words. You know, or a share on your Facebook page. So Noreen needs us, so let's let's help get this done for her, guys. Whatever we can do, whatever little tiny little measly bit like I did, you know, let's take care of this for her. 
All right. So the next thing I am going to do, because I am feeling so crappy tonight, um, I always start the episode with a audio track. This is where I'm going to take a big swig of my cold syrup here. This can be really interesting in a little while. Um, I always play an audio track at the beginning of the show. So if you're a recording artist and you'd like to have your show, your uh, track uploaded to the show's library, you can email it to me at the, the word the is in the email title, so it is the, T-H-E, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com. All right, and uh, we'll get that uploaded to the show's library, play it for the world. The one that I'm going to start the show with tonight is by the Hydropods, and it's called Strong Women. And I wanted to hear this tonight because I'm feeling anything but a strong woman. I'm feeling pretty puny right now. So I figured that this would be a good shot in the arm. Yeah, I am Wonder Woman. Rawr. Okay, here we go. This Hydropods, Strong Women. (laughs) Be right back. My sister is strong of heart and strong of mind. She stands like my mother once stood, proud and on the world. The same world I stand upon, not as proud of myself as I am of them. I speak warmly of women who endure through tenacity and sensibility, creativity and desire, power and awareness, women who persevere and stand proud and on the world. And I avoid women who whine, and the ones who point fingers and complain, the ones who chide and blame others for their failures, sexuality, or worldview. I prefer strong women, ones who leap barriers like real women, not like men or gazelles or bats, but with all the grace and strength of true women. And I like intelligent women, women who know how to hold their own, toe-to-toe against any man or anything that stands on this world, women with original thought and insight, because that's how I was raised. I prefer strong women, not cat-fighting women, breast-pounding bodybuilders, or cookie-cutter fashion show runway whores, or women who use men as models. Women who know history, who know men are more than a rampaging army of cyclop cocks. Women who know children are more than leverage, who know the world on which they stand and draw power from it. Women who are leaders, women who can process and comprehend, women who are great thinkers. And women who don't like me saying that are probably not that. I like women who can look you in the eye. No pretense, no false flattery, no apologies, no thanks. I've been challenged by many, topped by a few, slapped in the face by some, and shot to hell by a couple in particular, but I still like strong women, no matter what you think. I don't happen to like weak, whiny women, just as I despise weak, whiny men. I can't pretend they're worth my time. If you're a weak woman, blame me now and get it over with. Keep crawling. But if you're a woman who possesses greatness, we have nothing to worry about. You wouldn't let someone like me get in your way anyway. And when I say something good about a woman, and when I say something bad about a woman, take a good look at the woman of which I speak and judge us fairly as you stand or kneel on this earth. That was 
the Hydropods with Strong Women. Absolutely love those guys. Check them out on YouTube. All right, guys. So what are we going to do next? Oh, yes, we are going to have you guys come on and read. <laughs> if you'd like to come on tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All We do take callers in the order that you call in, so listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please to make sure to introduce yourself. You want to make sure, it's just, first of all, it's just polite. Second of all, you want people to know who you are when you're reading. Third of all, you want me to pay attention because if you don't say who you are, then I keep getting a bunch of IMs saying who's this reading, and I have to multitask, and you'd rather have me like totally 100% focused on you um, while you read. And then you want to make sure that your name is attached to your work. Very, very important. Okay, you don't want to send your work out there into the world and have it be anonymous and, you know, nobody wants to be that guy. Or everybody wants to be that guy because there's a lot of stuff, good, good things, good things credited to him. Okay, so next, looking at the phone lines, you can start the show reading two pieces tonight. If the lines get too busy, we will have to cut that back down to uh, just one, but right now you're welcome to read two. The the uh, keep the reads to about five minutes. Be courteous to the people waiting in line behind you. And then when you're done reading, make sure that you have your URL ready. That way you can let people know where to find you. They can get to know you and your work better, and you know network with you and all that good stuff. And it's important. All right, so. The last thing is, remember that this is a mature-rated show, which means no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, no adult porn palms, but besides that, absolutely anything goes. Mature rating, not an adult rating. All right. With that said, let's go ahead and get to our first caller. I'm going to go ahead and give you the first three callers so that you kind of have an idea how, uh, how soon you're coming up. First, we're going to have area code 540 then 419, and then 573. Those are going to be our first three callers for the evening. All right, and then remember that I'm going to be asking you to give me a title prompt, so think of something while you're waiting so that when I ask for that, you can give that to me, okay? Let's go ahead and grab 540. 540, you're on the air. Hello, this is Philip Church down in Virginia. Hey, darling, how are you, sweetheart? Oh, I'm fine as frogs per. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm good. I was stalking your page today, looking at all your pictures and stuff. Could you tell? Well, yeah, I saw I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird stuff there, you know. <laughs> I love that picture, well, like 1980-something, oh. when you were a kid, sitting there with that gun in your hand. Oh, my God. What kind yeah, of shit was this man into actually, back then? That would have been about 86 or 7, I'm thinking. I mean, you, yeah, you just, like, you very, just look uh, like a little punk. Oh, I was. Oh, I was. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> I've had a very uh, interesting, uh, multifaceted, uh, Extraordinarily wonderful and sometimes extraordinarily bad life, but extraordinary nonetheless. So, you know, if you look um, back on your life thinking about it, 
all of the things that you that were the funnest that you remember the most that are the most vivid the all the things that you think about in your past that make you happy most of them were things you weren't supposed to do <laughs> am I right <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah you know yeah, and it, it, this is true you know, if you're sitting there, and that's why I say, you know, go out and jump. You know, someone says, well, you know, I'm scared. I've been hurt before. I'm not going to love all that much. You know, I'm going to hold. No. You know, love is not 50-50. If you're going to love, you give 110%. You jump in with both feet because if somebody only offers me 50% of themselves, they don't deserve me. And if I only give 50% of myself, they, then they deserve better than me. You jump in with both feet. You make a mess. You make mud. And if it gets messed up, then you just deal with the mess. That's life. That's life. There you go. Okay, but if you ask somebody to, and you can test this theory out, this will be fun for you guys. Maybe you'll find some poem fodder in here, but ask somebody, what are your favorite memories from high school? And I guarantee you that none of them are going to say, the time I stayed up for two nights drinking coffee and studying for my finals exam in biology and got an A. They will not tell you that. Okay, so yeah. Let that be your guide. <laughs> I'm such a bad influence. Hi, honey. I'm so happy to talk to you tonight. What was your favorite memory from uh, high school? I do what now? What's your favorite memory from high school? Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, I just just the way you said that too, Elizabeth. I don't even need to know anymore, Elizabeth. There you go, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, yes, ah, Elizabeth. (laughs) That's the whole poem. I just read the whole poem for you. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Ah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Yeah, my prompts, real quick. I guess. The word orbit. How about that for a prompt for a title? Orbit, orbit is yours. Orbit will be mine. Yeah. Okay. I'm not really good at that sort of thing. <laughs> Orbit's great. Well, um, I don't know if I've ever done. I don't. If I have, I've only done it maybe once or twice, and maybe didn't even tell you what it was. But you know, aside from writing poetry, I write songs. So uh, I'm going to read you a couple of my uh, uh, songs tonight, real quick. How's that? That would be incredible. Okay, and uh, it's going to be kind of easy to see that uh, these would probably work better as country songs, but, you know, but uh, uh, so uh, uh, the first one's called Backfire. Hurting those who love you is a game you like to play. Mark it on your calendar because every dog has his day. The bad checks you're writing with every word you say, thinking I'm just going to take it without making any hay. Yeah, you've really ripped me up just by thinking it's okay. You better check the bill again. There might be some hell to pay. I'm tore up from the floor if you've hurt me just for fun. Now you got me where you want me, thinking I'm all done. But kicking me when I'm down is like playing with a gun. Remember, the most dangerous soul is the wounded one. Now living as your whipping post has really got me blue. Puts my heart within a vice while you just turn the screw. Blowing my mind all the time with what you say and do. You've put me in my place and you think I'm stuck like glue. Might be a trick left up my sleeve, might be completely new. 
the next time you pull that trigger might just backfire on you. <laughs> End song. <laughs> Such an imp. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll do the next one too. I'll just get them both in here real quick. This one's called uh, "Don't Tell Me It's Raining." You're taking a shower as soon as you're home. Your excuse for being late is you just had to roam. Now you're dressing sharper, strutting your stuff, telling me what we got just ain't good enough. At night when you're dreaming, you just smile and moan. You're talking in whispers, hanging up the phone. You're never where you should be and coming home late. Always bringing up, breaking up, hoping I'll just take the bait. Anymore, it's like I do nothing right, as you scream and shout. Any old excuses, reason enough for you to have to go out. You blame everything on me, telling me you got the blues. But I know there's someone else, and I'm just yesterday's news. You keep telling me you need a change of scenery. You'll always love, but you ain't in love with me. You say you need your space with all your complaining. Well, you can't spit in my face and then tell me it's raining. In song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, and and I love that the the, I mean, the poem is spot on. All the excuses people will come up with when they're trying to break up with you or they don't want to be with you anymore. You know, I always tell people that you know it's much easier to walk up if you know you and I are going out and I walk up to you and say, "Dude, it's been so fun, but this isn't really one where I want to be anymore." It's, you're going to go like, "Ouch, damn, that hurt," but you get over it. Right, but when they do all that crazy song and dance and dragging it on and make you wonder what's going on, and you know, it's it's like you know a clean cut with a knife heals fast, but a limb severed with a rusty saw is gonna fester forever. I'm I'm a much more fan of the clean cut. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so that that last one was a perfect perfect example of the sawed off limb with the you know the severed limb with the rusty saw. <laughs> It's like, damn. Well, you know, actually... It's a special it, it's, place uh, in hell for you. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the actual, I, I guess, colloquialism is uh, you can't... Uh, well, I'll just... You can't piss down my leg and then tell me it's raining, but I figured that would have trouble uh, making it on the radio if anybody ever actually did put it into a song. <laughs> oh, so, geez. Uh, have it, you, you heard some of this music? I don't, I don't, I don't listen to pop music that much anymore. I'm, I'm still stuck in the seventies. The song that sticks in my head, and it's an old one from the eighties, that just, you know, was the downfall of music. Is boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room so we can do it all night, and it will be all right, or something like that. I mean, that's an actual song. It's like really, really. If somebody walked up to me and said, "Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room." Can you imagine? Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Does that really work for you? <laughs> yeah, like the uh, more so I drink, the better you look. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I'm gorgeous when you drink tequila. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm, well, I'm, I won't go into uh, uh, some of my, my drinking uh, 
no longer do. Uh, you know, I need to put that in there. Of course, it's not good for my health. So, but uh, mm-hmm. I want to get on off here and give these other folks a chance. And uh, you know, as usual, y'all can find me Philip Church on Facebook or Philip Kent Church K E N T on Amazon and. Uh, if you want to see everything I've written, you have to push the the paperback button on Amazon. I've now discovered because all they want to show you is what I've got on Kindle. Uh, so with that, I'm going to get on out of here, and I will hopefully be back here next week. Appreciate you so much, sweetheart. Thank you. Love you dearly. I love y'all too, and you take care of yourself, and I hope you get feeling better. Thank you, baby. <laughs> bye, bye, honey. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So our next caller comes from area code. I want to let's, let's do this real quick. I need to let area code 7. We've got a bunch of callers on, but there's a couple that are not in the lineup, and I want to make sure that if you want to come on and read tonight that you can get on. So area codes 734-989-765 and 919. You guys are not in the lineup, so if you want to come on and read tonight, press 1, and that will put you in the queue. If you are just hanging out and listening to the show, appreciate it. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. If you change your mind at any time, you can press 1, and that will put you in the lineup then. So now we've got 734-989 and 919. If any of the three of you want to come on and read, just press 1 at any time. All right, otherwise hang out enjoy the show. Let's go ahead and grab our next caller. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you? I am absolutely wonderful. How are you doing, sweetheart? Um, I'm doing good. Agent 419 signing up for duty. Agent 419. (laughs) I just remember that from a while, while ago. (laughs) Uh, Every time you say that, I picture this show that my parents used to watch on TV um, called, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember what the name of it was, but it, they had like My Girl Friday. You know, it was Agent 409 or something like that, or yeah. or I don't remember what the name of it was. My Get Smart. That too. <laughs> I, something I'm like that. Sure of the title, but but yeah. they had Wednesday. Wednesday was, uh, you know, the His Girl Friday type thing. I don't know. I don't remember. But every time you say that, anyway, the long story short is I picture you in this, like, fedora hat pulled down, and this oh. white, and maybe an off-white, maybe it's an off-white, like, kind of like a, an eggshell cream, actually, trench coat, nice. and these black stiletto high heels standing there, leaning against a fence post. So that is the picture I get in my mind of you when you say <laughs> agent. That sounds like For my one <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, the 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 first gentleman that read his songs, I wrote this kind of like a song and stuff, and I'm kind of working on it. Rewrote it like a couple times just today already, but um, that's what I wanted to share tonight called Lonesome Heart. Ooh, and that was Philip, by the way. Philip Church was on with us. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I I just I I kind of blanked out when I said that, but yes. <laughs> um. So uh, with that, I'll read it. But it's called Lonesome Heart. The here okay. and the now. Embracing the sanctity of us, wishing to preserve, teardrops falling like the rain. Be still my beating heart, filling our day with the sunshine of each other. 
The memory of you lingers, oh, 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 lonesome heart. May our love grow stronger each and every day. You are the smile that I carry in my heart. In mine, may you forever stay. The beauty of you soon to see your face, longing for your loving embrace. Oh, 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 lonesome heart. The days, they get longer. The nights grow very cold. Music lacks such sweet melody. When you are not around, I long and I yearn for you to play your beautiful sound. Oh, 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 lonesome heart. May time fly by to the speed of light. Can I trade my teardrops for all of the rain? I travel the endless miles just to see your endless smiles stretched across your heart and across your face. May the light of your memory brighten my evening sky and take away my loneliness and pain. Oh, 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 lonesome heart. And I long to say goodbye to my oh, oh, lonesome heart. Yes, the days they get longer and the nights they grow colder with the sadness of the absence of you. Yet in my thoughts you linger as I long once again to be with you. Oh, 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 lonesome heart. The very presence of you can cure my lonesome heart. Longing to say goodbye, drying the teardrops from my eyes. Just to see you, just to be with you, I can say a final goodbye to my oh, 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 lonesome heart. The end. <laughs> so do you have that put to music by any chance? No, not not yet. I mean, when I wrote it, I kind of know how I want it to go, although I'm not like this great singer or anything like that. But when I wrote it, I had like the melody in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the you should it see <laughs> if you can find somebody that, um, and maybe I'll end the show with that. I've got, find someone who can put that to music for you. You know, and don't give them any preconceived notion of what you want it to sound like, what type of music, what anything. Like maybe uh, Moon Cookie would be a great one mm-hmm. to give that to and see if he could throw some music to that. But find someone who does music and do that. I've got a, a piece that I did called I Am Sorrow, and a friend of mine, someone I just miss horribly, uh, Eddie Love, mm-hmm. saw it and asked me if he could put music to it. And then I had done it as a spoken word piece, but he hadn't heard it as a spoken word piece. So he had no preconceived notion of what I had in mind. And he came out with this very folk-style rendition rendition of this song or poem in song form. And it was amazing, amazing to see what someone else did with it. So I, I suggest everybody do that and have that experience at least once in their writing career, is uh, letting someone play with your words with music. So try to find somebody. If anybody out there does music or knows of someone that does it, can point, point her in the right direction. Uh, make sure they do that. Do that yeah, piece. I'd love to. I, I went to a recording studio where they took my words and kind of put it to music, but it wasn't it wasn't sung with them. Um, but that was kind of fun to do too, because it was like my stuff that I wrote. Um, but that was way back, like five six years ago. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then uh, can I still read another piece? Because this other piece yes. I wrote, I never did nothing like this before, so this is the first time. So Please. I didn't title it, so we we could just call it Random Thoughts. <laughs> but okay. It's supposed to flow like it's. I wrote it like flowing it, but it's so unique in what I normally write. It's so out there. Um, backsplash, flapjack, chain lash, whip back, whiplash. Hurt, pain, lies, blank stare in your eyes, showing care, yet I'm not there. Pinprick, blood spot, big dick, blood clot, transfusions cost. 
Heartbeat, landslide, deadbeat, cannot hide, reality's starkness. Snowfall, broken heart, phone call, off the chart, full of gold. Painful presence, tears of blue, missing your absence, missing you, never to be the same. That smile you give, your radiant light, thankful to live, shining ever so bright, love's illuminance. Fate allowed us to meet, destiny allows us to be, together our hearts will beat, opening eyes to see. I love you. All right, so can, is that in Palm? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can I title that for you? Sure. (laughs) I want you to call that, or some variation of, poetic hiccups. (laughs) Poetical hiccups. Because it was, when you were listening, and you're right, it is very different style for you. The beginning of it. Yeah, yeah. But if you read through that and, and actually come back and listen to the archives so you can hear yourself read it, you know, so you're, you're a second person. Um, but listen to yourself read it because by the end of the poem, the first part of the poem, all I could think of is, is they, they were very short, stabbing images, you know. And mm-hmm. then towards the end of the poem, you exhaled. And there was a definite, <laughs> definite change in the style of writing between the first half of that piece and the second half of that piece. It was le- much less abstract at the ending than it was mm-hmm. at the beginning. And so while I'm listening to that change happen, I'm thinking it's like she had she had the poetic hiccups and then they started to go away and she's coming back to normal now. <laughs> it, it was, I mean, it has nothing really to do with the subject matter. It's just neat observation maybe. <laughs> Don't title it that. But, it, you know, I, it, it just was really, really cool. You know, and to me, I love that because that shows me that when you pick up the pen, one of my biggest things that I teach, I teach a, a workshop, a writer's workshop called Don't Piss Off Your Muse. Or no, the, it's Writer's Blocks oh, wow. and Urban Legend. That's one of, Don't Piss Off Your Muse is one of them. The other one's Writer's Blocks and Urban Legend. It's like the boogeyman. It can't hurt you if you don't believe in it. <laughs> um, but the one of the things that I talk about is, you know, we get so set in the idea, like, I, I write erotic poetry. I must write erotic poetry. I need to think of a way to say the word nipple again for the 567th time in my 1,000th poem and be creative. You know, we, we write ourselves, we pigeonhole ourselves, and we write ourselves into a hole. And we end up thinking that we have writer's block because we sit there and we're writing the exact same poem a hundred different ways. And I could play you three spoken word pieces or, or show you three poems right now of my own, which is an exa- mm-hmm. absolutely a perfect example of that happening. They're all three the exact same topic, but different poems. And they, but they even borrow, some of them look like they even borrow phrases, but written in a different way. I'm saying the exact same thing. And that's a writing rut. It's different than writer's block. Writer's block does not exist. It's not real. So I tell people, stop trying. When you sit down to write, pick up your pen and just write. Just go. You know, it's, it's like someone says, I need to talk to you, but I don't know how to say it. It's like, Jesus Christ, just spit it on the table. We'll sort it out later. You know, you don't have to always be pretty. You can make a mess, you know. So when, right. you, when I was listening to you read that, it really made me think about that whole thing of just – you know, stop trying, my whole point, the whole phrase I'm trying to get to, the point of everything I just said was stop trying to push your muse out the door when it's trying to pull you out a window. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're trying to push your pen in the direction you think you want it to go, but really it's if you just shut up and listen to yourself, sometimes to hear yourself <laughs> the loudest, you have to say nothing at all and listen. Um, 
and follow that muse out the, 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 the window. And that's what you did with that piece. You know, when you sat down <laughs> to write, you just sat there and said, okay, baby, let's dance. And you did, you know. And then you can see the, the exact point. You can hear the exact point in the poem where you started to exhale from that high, that place. Yeah, and it's a really read. interesting, amazing thing to see. It makes the piece very powerful. Because I wanted to keep the same kind of sentiment, but then I added extra words, and yeah, I get, yeah, yeah. Okay, so did you write it at different times? No, well, actually, probably the first part, yes, and then I went and finished it. So finishing the last three, which was a lot longer than the first part, but I wanted to kind of do the same format. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can yeah, definitely I, tell there's a difference in the style. So if you want it to be the same format, then go in with a highlighter and start highlighting the unnecessary words. Because what happened between mm-hmm. the first part of the poem, they were like I said, they were very short, to the point stabs of imagery. At right. the next part, at the end, the part you wrote second, you, there's more words in the sentences. They are no longer short mm-hmm. stabbies. They're long slashes. So go in there and look at that and think, how can I, what can I highlight? What word is not necessary? How do I condense it down? If you want both halves of that poem in the same format, in that same choppy, stabby, stabby. That's your stabby. That's what you should call a stabby, stabby poem. <laughs> yeah. Someone says, you know, the, the, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. No, the bigger they are, you just have to stab more. But I agree with you too because when I sat down at first, my pen just like wrote whatever was on my mind, and it mm-hmm. just it was like all a sense of da 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 da. And then at the end, it's like I had thought to it, and this is what I wanted to say. When you do those three separate stanzas versus the beginning part, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. You know, people need to stop thinking <sighs> so much when they're sitting down to write and just write. You know, it's like in, yeah. when you're in an, you know, you have to say something. Just spit it out and sort it out later. You know, editing is right. your friend. You can sit down and write something for 10 minutes and get three good poems out of that shit when you edit it. <laughs> right. Right. Have fun. I know, right? <laughs> my, one of my favorite stories oh my. is I have this poem that I sat down and wrote. I actually wrote it in the DMV, right? <laughs> 29 yeah. pages on a spiral notebook. Oh, my. You must 29 have pages. I just, sat, I just wrote and wrote and wrote and kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going. Um, you know, you know. Granted that some of them I wrote on two lines. It wasn't, you know, all perfectly written, neatly. I don't do that. But it was 29 pages, and when I got done editing, the poem was 12 lines long. Wow, wow. But I still <laughs> kept the rest of it in my notebook because I can go back and read that later and find something. <coughs> excuse me. Find something that I can use in a. I'm putting another cough drop in. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> find something I can use in another poem later on. It's like, wow, I wrote that. I'm going to use that. And poof, off and running again. So I love that. I love that. You know, a lot of rambling later. I love that. That's a perfect okay. example of of what I'm talking about when I'm telling people to just sit down and follow your muse out the window. Great job, baby. All right. Well, thank you very much. You have a wonderful evening. And if anybody doesn't know me, I'm Shelley Gambino, aka Four One Nine. And you can find me on Facebook. And I have Poetical Intrigue, which is it's a public site, but if you have to go on it, I guess that you have to, like, message me and let me know, and I can add you as a friend and do it that way, I guess. That's where I put my stuff. So I have a writing prompt for you. Okay. I, have I want you to write a poem called Agent 419. <laughs> okay, that'll be And fun. you can be an agent of whatever you want to be an agent of. 
You can be that smoking hot girl in the black fedora and black stilettos and the white trench coat on the, leaning on this lamppost in the fog. You can be whoever you want to be. Okay? <laughs> but that's it. That'll but be you, before you go, okay. baby, you need to give everybody a writing prompt, a title prompt for this week. Just just my own title? Yep, give everyone a writing, a title prompt. Oh, my. Um, I didn't think of that. Um, um, things I carry in my heart, maybe, or something to like that. <laughs> but carry in my heart. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I carry in my heart so, or something like that. Philip Church's prompt was orbit, and Shelley's orbit. is carry in my heart. So at yeah. the end of the show, I'm going to take all these and post them on my page for you guys so you can have a whole list of this week's prompts. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Shelley. Okay. Great job, sweetheart. Hey, thank you. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, and um, take care. Have a good evening. You too, hon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay. I want to let everyone know that the chat room is being a little butthead. All right. So if you're trying to get into the chat room, uh, it's on. Let me, let me mute Miss Shelley. In case she gets the hiccups or something. Okay. So if you are listening to the show and the chat room is not, you can't see the chat room underneath the show player, just refresh your page. That should bump you into the chat room. If it's not showing up for you, just keep trying, keep refreshing the page, and it'll show up eventually if you want to be in the chat room with us. Right now, it's just me and Sean hanging out together. Hi, Sean. Love you, baby. Um, so, yeah, we're just we're just sitting there hanging out all by our lonesomes. All right, our next caller. Actually, I'll go ahead and give the next three now. We have area code 573, which is our next caller. Then we have 219. Then we have 832. All right, so we have area code... I hope you guys can't hear me on my cough drop. That would be so hard. This is horrible. All right. Area code 573. You are on the air. Sinister Spittle. Hello, Lila. It's been a long time. Oh, my gosh. How You know, I was just thinking about you today. That is so uh, fucking weird. I uh, was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe you were. Hey, on your web uh, page, I put a link to my uh, Google collection of all the paintings I've done over the last two years. So if you want to see them, uh, they're up there. I thought you might enjoy that. Uh, that's all I've been doing, really. Uh, I haven't been doing a lot of writing, but I'm going to read you one of my late, uh, latest. I've been doing a lot of collab work. I got uh, one of my own and a collaboration uh, uh, to read that uh, my, my partner, and we've got a couple of them. He never reads uh, on anybody's show but mine, and I don't do shows anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so it, But it's got to be read. It's got to be shared. I got the property I'm going to give it to you now before I, I, I get involved. And I like going for obscure words, okay, because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Barathrum. We, you and I talked about that when you first started calling into the show. We talked about that, how we had this love for archaic words, for ancient languages, for, you know, obscure, weird. You know, I, I hunt them. I stalk them. I find them. It's a lot fun. of fire in you, you know. Yes, it is. So Barathrum is mine. And I went to the original meeting in the station of man, Barathrum. What is it? Barathrum. Barathrum. What is that? An insatiable man. 
Excuse me, it means what? Also known as hell, but the the original the original meaning dictation of it was a an insatiable man. I like I'll, that. Uh, post this. Uh, yeah, I, well, I have my a, favorite a word. Written. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have a poem on that. Uh, my found that word and uh, called "We Go to the Bathroom," and it's all about a uh, man going off the deep end and uh, being absolutely insatiable to the point of, you know, <laughs> absolute debauchery. That's one of my favorite poems. You can find it. Look it up. It's out there. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so glad what I was going to tell you the favorite word I found. What's that? I, I hardly ever get to call into a show anymore, so I'm glad I got here. I'm glad you got here, too. See, I'm so excited we're just talking over the agenda. No one knows what in the hell we're saying, but we can understand each other. We're good. Monozygotic. Look it up. That's my favorite word I've ever discovered. Monozygotic. And I have a poem written to that with that title for my sister. Monozygotic. Great word. It's a fun like, word to say. Now, some words are just fun. Like I always like to use the example because yeah. everyone goes, ew. But there's words that are horrible. They they don't feel good in the mouth. They don't sound good coming out. They should never have been invented. And whoever said them first oh, should be kicked in the shin. Like blog. Blog. Blog Moist. is the worst no. flipping word I've ever heard. Blog. No. Yeah. Moist is worse. <laughs> but the word My is diarrhea. Diarrhea. Diarrhea is a beautiful, beautiful word. It's something really horrible, you know, <laughs> but the word itself, the sound of it, the flow of it, the way it says in your mouth, the, you know, it's a beautiful word. Blog? No, blog. Uh, okay, go ahead. You got a poem to read, baby? I got two. Uh, first one <laughs> is, is one of the recent pieces. It is called Epiphanies and Future Relations. Connect seconds of virtual bliss among faceless machines, overwhelming intelligence no longer held, lofting, breeze-blown epiphanies that intrigued one's soul with a greater force held not above, but here on Earth. Exacerbate gravity and the cold, wet, poorly lit dawning of this queen moon who shies from our deplorable fleetings. Unfortunately, you see, those double-edged blades only work in the folds beyond seizing remorse of consciousness. A planet inebriated by spirits of youthful lush engagements, forfeiting thoughtful transcriptions of the glory rape, painting walls and canvases to entrance momentous triflings of a wicked harvested monsoon we bathed in. This pen, plucked from its soaring eagle's wings, soothing panic that once found me but was by it. Lost, yet fearless in the solar eclipse where I found myself to be the future. Remiss I've become that my shadow only shown the path. We are, after all, just segways or that which has encumbered these byways and footpaths we wearily over-travel through time. In such culminations, we envelope that these quirks are reminiscent of diseases that saw mankind near faded, world testaments of the disaster that breathes. These beliefs catch scorn whispered out into a starless, empty night, Taking false bravado of truth's ambition. Shivering alone, they one yearn to grab hold of love, blindly kissing virgin cheeks that share privilege with bitter men like I, rough and cold, and peace. 
That was awesome. And you read it fantastic. Being away for a while has not has not uh, dampened your performance ability at all. I appreciate it. Uh, I I read I read to, I read to myself and practice. And I stop the YouTube videos until I get a laptop and I can do it right. I, I'm a distraction. I shouldn't be on <laughs> video. I want to be able to do it with just my voice and the words. That way, you know, I'm not always easy to catch. So what you do miss, you're you're, you're getting at the same time. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun. I need a relaunch of myself and my image. We'll get we all need to do that once in a while. Yes. Now, this next piece uh, was written with uh, my friend, fellow poet of over three years now from Australia, Chronic Pivoter. And uh, when we do collabs, it, 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 it takes a lot of time. There's not a lot of spot to do. It's kind of set up lines and uh, bounce off of each other. The first one took like four or five months. This one took two. And uh, it just came together so perfectly that uh, I'm ecstatic with it. And uh, so is he. And the ability to share it is uh, a privilege. This is called Frailty of a Reflection. Sometimes an aimness, one becomes a stooge, remarkably resembling a retort. Other clockwork follows gold and needles point of spiritual elixirs so abrupt. It's in concise and civil landscape. We see radical excursions and expose our weakest veins. Trembling bone chases evoke reason, rigorously projecting intellectualism to a bobbly boiler asthma and recurring anticipation. And not some remarkable parades circumferentially retain them. The shadows look Flighted eyes of street vagrants and window junkies that gravitate towards shit. Skeleton cargo wafts, rotten fuckery on stiff spring ends. Eye for a tooth, tooth for an eye. My nervous system's bound to die. In a heavenly place where stitches meet and bargo chest, curling stairs. Threatening it seemed that drifting violet hues polka dotted on such Frail horizons forthcoming. Eager one must appear, chattering incoherently, slightly sticky from the goo of a rigid handshake. Starbucks in the eyes, a glossy haze of palpitations, admittedly grown from freakish pulpits of intrusion. As our diversions become our children, and dummy trenches lead towards dumbness, triumphant be our overbearing duties called questions of infinite speculation, traverse on high, quizzical or serendipitous fumbles over sedition. We stick our guns in the stomachs of our fathers. We lead together lead, steel and snow. And as the churn drills through me at our feathers, we come to understand the morning wood and peace. Awesome read, baby. And that is why we have missed you. Thank you. I, uh, it's, uh, I haven't read that. That was that was exciting to read. That was uh, that was off custom. <laughs> Hello. Hello, special boy. 
Well, I appreciate you having me. I'm, I'm glad I was able to get on. I got to leave uh, shortly, and uh, like I called in early because I know you get slammed. And last time I tried to call in, you I it was way too late, and I didn't have more than a half an hour. So I was uh, able to get in on that. Good to hear you. Well, as long Thanks as you can get in, as long as you can get on the lines before the three-hour mark, I can bring you on. Uh, uh, but so, you showed, I I like to get in before seven. If I call before seven, like ten minutes before me, I I I'm lucky to have an hour. You know, uh, in my chaotic schedule right now and everything that's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were here, my love. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, check it out. I'm selling cheap paintings. Hopefully so. Uh, and uh, reaching more people for a contest soon, maybe. So, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, thank you very much. You are very welcome, sweetheart. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Please try to call in next week. We miss you. All right. All right. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Our next caller, area code two one nine. Two one nine, you're on the air. I believe that's Granville. Well, not I Oh, Miss Brother O. Yes. I knew it was Brother O. <laughs> I'm doing great, sweetheart. How are you doing? Oh, see, now it's still cold over here in Chicago. Are you get? Is there snow there? No, it's very cold over here. Extremely mm-hmm. cold, like. Everyone's been bitching and whining and crying and complaining. Yeah. About the snow, and I think I am the only person alive. I walked out in the yard today. And my daffodils are starting to come up, and it almost made me so sad I cried because winter's ending. Oh. I love winter, and I get so sad in the spring, you know, and it's like summer. I can't wait for summer to be over so fall will happen, you know. But there's daffodils coming up, everyone. Everyone's complaining about the snow. It's like, send me your snow. I'll take your snow. <laughs> send it all to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being just... Uh... Just, you know, just managing it pretty good, not complaining about it, you know, just, just thankful to be here another day. That's all. Mm-hmm. Every day we wake up, it's the best day of our life, right? Exactly. Exactly. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get to the phone. Yeah, this poem is uh, called You Can't Keep Brother O Down for Long. Ready? I am ready. It's not. How many times you get knocked down? It's how many times you get back up and remain in the fight. My dear brothers and sisters, for this in life is ever give you harder than life itself. Ranging from setbacks and life and death situations. And from time to time you are going to suffer some knockdown. That's just the way it is in life. 
Well, life will make you stumble and fall. Life will hit you with jabs, hooks, uppercuts, crosses, sucker crunches, and haymakers. Life will back you up into a corner. And life will make you want to throw in the towel sometimes. You got to get back up and keep on fighting against the odds no matter how insurmountable they are. When you get knocked down the boxing ring, you have a decision to either take a standing eight count, pull yourself up using the rope, stay down to the referee reaches a count of ten, declares a knockout, or throw in the towel and quit the fight, declaring no more, no more, no more fights. My dear brothers and sisters, no matter how many disappointments and setbacks I've endured, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many times I've gone back and forth to doctor's offices and visited the hospital, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many times women have turned me down and didn't look in my direction, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many times I felt discouraged, frustrated, or angry, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many times I felt like giving up and going back to my old ways, can never keep me down for long. No matter how many haters and critics and shake-throwers that I have, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many people turn on me or distance themselves from me, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many of my friends and brothers have made their transition to heaven, nothing can keep me down for long. No matter how many obstacles I've encountered, nothing can keep me down for long. And no matter how many trials, tests, and tribulations I've endured in my life, Nothing can keep me down for long in form. That was awesome. Job on that, sweetheart. Thanks. Fantastic job on that. So do me a favor. Before you take off, I need you to give me a prompt to give everybody. Hmm. So a ti- give me a title so that they can write a poem to it. Oh, uh, okay, I won. What about you feel secure in yourself? Secure. So your title security. is Secure in Yourself? Yeah, are you secure within, are you secure with yourself? Let's make it easy. Let's just make it secure, the word secure. That way they can go in any direction they want with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, secure. Awesome. All right, perfect, my darling. So we will see you next week. Oh, tell everyone how to find you. They've got to come over and give you love. The world would not be right. Everything would fall apart if we could not do Brother O loves. Uh, those of you who are not connected with me on Facebook, I can be found on Facebook on the Omar Brother O'Gavin. 
And as always, thank you very much for your support. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you, and we will talk to you next week. I'll be back. All right, baby. Bye-bye, hon. All right, our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you are on the air. Do I have to be? You do. <laughs> You I don't want to be. Where do I want to be? I have no idea who this person is. Of what course alien not. Form, never, life form never are in your you? wildest, never in your wildest Rafe Wild dreams. Hey, you know, with 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 Rafe Wild porn name, I've had dreams now. <laughs> and you need to remember, you know, Mister Native American poet, yeah, yeah. In, indigenous uh-huh. people type person. My yeah. Barbie doll lost her virginity to Tonto. He used to tie oh, her up no. in the dollhouse. I was a naughty little girl. Oh. <laughs> my my tonto used to spank her butt and shit, you know. Oh no! <laughs> it's like that, huh? It is like that. Uh, no. and, you know, I've never told a soul that, but now I've just told the whole world. <laughs> yeah, she Jeez. loved. You know, I had Tonto and the Long Ranger action figures, and the Lone Ranger, whatever his name is. Oh. But you know, he was like dressed in all blue. And had this slick yeah. back hair, and just looked like yeah. it's just like ew. Nope. Who would be no? I was going to say it's like ew. Tasty little, little looking, <laughs> you know, do goody law yeah. guy. No, no. Mm, there no, you no, go. No. It there was go. all about the tonto. Well, the long hair and the braids and the fringe. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I tell you this? You guys, this. And in my version of cowboys and Indians, in my version of cowboys and Indians, guess who had the fort? Who? We did. <laughs> the Indians. Damn sure wasn't those silly ass cowboys. <laughs> That's so funny. You guys, I think this is a result of my cough medicine kicking in. I think that I think that you are now witnessing the loose tongues that, that sink ships, wagging lips, sink yeah, ships, you know. or something like that. Yeah. There you I would never have told yeah. you guys that had I not been on cold medicine. <laughs> hey. Okay, well, actually, I got you know, you know what you were talking about earlier. You know, you know what you were talking about earlier with with Agent Four Four Nineteen. Yeah. Okay, that was actually Agent Ninety Nine from Get Smart. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, I I knew somebody would know it. My mom and dad used to watch it all the time, but I couldn't remember. Oh yeah. Yeah, Agent Ninety Nine. She was hot. Yes, she was. I remember thinking she. So I, yeah, I grew up with that too. Um, yeah. and, and it's kind of interesting, you know, because because you know you were talking about you know like uh, like word you know word uh, words in terms of you know what they what what they sound like and what they don't sound like, and mm-hmm. I mean as far as like you know liking or liking them or not liking them, and and I I go by uh, a different set for that for, for on a per, uh, me personally, I do word association. And so when I hear a word like blog, the first thing I do, because blog to me is like honk, you know, honk, 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 blog, 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 blog. blog. It I means, hate that it word. means nothing, you know what I'm saying? So, so what I do is I take the L out of there, and it becomes bog, and then it becomes to me, and then I, then I, then I word, then I roll it into something that I more truly understand in terms of association with that, and that would be peat moss bog. <laughs> Keep going. Treasures. I don't know where this ends up. Treasures, perfectly preserved, dreams, sleeping, waiting to be found, 
still there in the peat boss mug, waiting for someone to walk through the 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 the, the uh, firm path to be able to find them. Because not always through the peat bog moss are firm, you know. I, I'm not, the, the I reason why it's called word because I didn't know if that was a poem or not. It sounded like one to no, me. No, it isn't. No. Oh. Well, that's just. So it like that's it. just that's, well, like I said, that's just how my mind works in terms of you know word association. <laughs> I just roll with you know roll, roll off of one onto the other onto the other. You that's know, fun. so that's that's where I, that's how I take that. But well, I could I think never you say that back word. Back to the archives and write this down because that was a great start. <laughs> Well, I you just were, do it like I, that. Ever, I do that I all the time, the though. I mean, that's like, you called into the show laughing. You are in a really good mood right now. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, usually well, when you call in, this is – I've known yeah. you since the beginning of time, since before this show was ever yeah. conceived. So I can say this to you, all right? Mm-hmm. You carry a lot of shit on your plate. And usually when you call in, a lot of the times you're in a pretty quiet place. And my mission in life is and, – and I seriously do this. It's like, all right, Soldier Blue's on the line. I am going to have him laughing before he hangs up. I say that to myself, and that is my goal. Right. You called into the show tonight laughing. What in the hell is going on? You are not – I mean, I think you're an alien. You're not really yeah. Soldier Blue, are you? <laughs> no, I just uh, – I took a back step on uh, – and I have – because I have like three – well, hell, I got my like actually like four – notebooks that I write in at various points. One I take with me to work because it's uh, basically a reminder of who I really am and, and as opposed to this you know, silly-ass monkey suit. And uh, then there's one that I keep at home that's uh, um, I just like I, like, I like the little ones. I don't know why. It's just To me, it's, like, it's almost like my, I'm writing my own book, you know, when I have a little little notebook. And there's one uh, uh, um, make that's called Bass. And it's uh, like 180 sheets, and it's it's got a, like a little cool uh, purple uh, plastic uh, front cover. And I just like it. Mm-hmm. And anyway, and anyway, I just like so I write I write in both. You know, I write in two of those, and I have like two uh, two big notebooks that I write into. And I was looking at my stuff today, just looking at my books and whatnot. And I and I realized I hadn't been I hadn't really written into one of my notebooks in a long time, and I looked at the last one in there and it was actually a piece uh, or a work that had something to do with uh, kind of like the aftermath of, uh, of Standing Rock in 2016 as well as a little bit of uh, Flint, Michigan, and that's okay you know I mean that's, there's nothing wrong with that it's just that I hadn't put anything in there and so I was like okay. Let me let me pull out some words from you know from my uh, my my people's dictionary you know indigenous language and, and flow those into the back and um, then also drop some fresh ink on the page to stir up the colors again and so that's what I did and it just I, I like that you know it just so you spent just, the day it, making it messes things, yeah well you know just basically just like uh, just making it making it work out, you know, making it work, basically, getting my getting myself up out of the uh, out of the floor, so to say. So it's a you know, it's a, like I say, I do I, I I use different forms of all kinds of stuff. But um, in any case, this piece is uh, this work is called um, "We Are Called." <clears throat> Diatribes of ashes. Gray lines, Kodze, Kodze, 
the high flights of fancy, Hotron, the bird calls which help us descend to the to the few tree limbs left upon which to alight. Painted faces scarred with tissue, the result of too many dream bed wars of whole torn spirit. The leech of defying what has been a shadow from times unguessed. The rent offerings now remnants, no pretty shapes of anything except for what is blurred by shadow. Gedake. Geta. Clear skies. Clear crystal balls of apprehension. Yeah. Done is done. Liar. Fractured fascination. The pliant times of formal death. Say. What does a ghost see? Who me? Yeah, the apparition of itself. Stalking a land that does not exist. The dust of invisible. Thronin, Haji. Being without Nithe. No escape from annihilation. No crack. Neo Schwartz. Backbone snapped. Smoky water. Niju Akage. And toad cries for rain. Dadon Aksati. Hot Konsich. Oda. Inheritance. The inherent peace of a cedar tree. The grizzled opaque that defies common knowledge. It is we, the sift of truth from cold charcoal. Horn morning. Yes, we move in the night. Sparrow flights of memory. The flutter passage of small bone wings. A hue. Yes, we are called by the act of lament, the act of our red earth, ones yet touching the earth. We are the shadow images of birds you no longer care about nor have names for. As well, unlike the faceless around us, we are not in the habit of without thought. Or perhaps with bad intent, calling out the names of others. Such as that who we shun, the burnt grounds of avarice are before you we didn't ask for it nor shall we accept as inevitable your offerings of burnt ground 
we see the sides of dead streams, surging riptides of oceanic graft, the bilious glare that's offensive odor to any who breathe it beyond endurance. We have come to reshape the clay of being, heal it in sleep journeys. We might help others to see, to live. Golden goads no longer prod us. We are not fodder for your lackey provender. We slip away clean as the prayer smoke heat that brought us nigh. Now we shall return to our night rambles, nocturne, hon inido, as we we shall leave you as we see you, ravaging yourselves and all about you, wapon be on. We are called Utsi, back to home place. Oh, okay, Ujongi, Ubertin. And peace. Awesome. Amazingly done, baby. Fantastic, right? Uh, I just like to say it was just time to start opening up and uh, filling in some more pages. So I did that. So, but, um, hmm. can I give you some homework? Yeah. I because it's just, I'm was thinking of spring's so much on my mind right now because I'm really sad winter's ending. <laughs> you know, but I'm not living out in the elements with no game to eat and a starving family. <laughs> What was what made me think about that was, you know, how if you're living out in the elements, how, you know, you may not really like winter. So I want you to write a piece that's like an ode to spring, to the season being reborn, to, you know, in in the what it meant for your people to what spring meant to your people, the rebirth, the, thing, the things that it changed, the things you prepared to, what it meant spiritually, everything. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And then in the summer, you'll do one for summer, fall, and winter. Do one for each season, but talk about the importance, you know, of that season. There's a lot of yeah, ways to educate. You know, people's ignorance comes from not understanding. You know, so there's a lot of ways that you can educate people, and I think that... You know, not just, I think that sharing the beliefs, the core beliefs, the spiritual nature of being is one of the best ways to reach out and share something with someone. So i just I'm real curious what you would do with that. <laughs> well, that's the first way. It's not going to be what anybody thinks it's going to be, that's for sure. <laughs> that's my point. I don't want it to be political in nature or anything. I want it to know it has know. to be about no. the season itself to your people. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, I, mean, I, I don't, to. you know. <laughs> hey. 
Well, I know. It's just, you know, like I say, you know, I don't, uh, I start out usually with something that's, that's for, you know, to a lot of people's minds fairly ordinary, but I take it into a, little, a lot of different directions. You, you know, can that's whatever just, you want. That's just, I'm not the That's how I like to, I know that, but I'm just saying, I just like <laughs> to do it that way, you know, because it's always fun to see where it goes at that point. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, I got one as far as like just a uh, you know, little thing, and I'm still working on how to incorporate. Because I mean, it's a it's a good line, but it's just I haven't figured out where to where, what it belongs to yet. So I'm not really putting it anywhere just as yet. But I <laughs> I like it. I think it's got a, it's got a lot of uh, well, it's got a lot of different ways you can take it. I mean, you could put it on the ethereal. You could put it on the Maybe it doesn't need uh, to be put anywhere at all. Maybe sometimes it's like there's things that I have mm-hmm. that are just an abstract thought that are standalone, and they're my quotes. You know, I have yeah. I have well, a list of quotes. Not that I'm quotable, yeah. but there's nothing else. You know, there's no other thing I can list them under besides. You know, I've got poetry. I've got prose. I've got short stories. I've got my book. I've got songs. I've got quotes that I've written. Yeah. Even though no one quotes me, and don't quote me on that. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm more of the kind of just I throw something against the wall, see where it sticks, and watch it slide down. (laughs) Because where it slides down, that's the path I'm taking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Whatever whatever geographical gravity form takes, it's just that's where it goes. See, I'm Um, I'm the I'll take the path where I have to climb through the bramble. I don't I don't make things easy. Oh, I don't either. It's just a case of, like I say, I just have to live and watch where it's going because if I don't watch where mm-hmm. it's going, then I'm not going there. <laughs> but, um, hey, you know. But, um, no, it's like, um, the, the, but it's a cool, like I said, it's a cool line, though. And I think it can, I'm thinking that there's someone, someone out there who could definitely put it into something as far as their, their own interpretation of it. And it's a real simple line. The venom that bends them. Wow. That is a good line. Yeah, I thought so. It's an awesome line. So, there you go. There you go. (laughs) So funny. It bothers in your court. I just... I rolled it. And I miss it, man. Lobbed right past me. Twenty love you in. I don't know sport tennis. <laughs> All right. So before you tell us how to find you, Soldier Blue, I need your mm. title prompt for everybody. What do you want your title prompt for the oh, community to be this week? What? Yeah, that was it. The venom that bends them. Hmm? Oh, so you're sharing your famous line. Spell that for me. What the hell? Yeah. What yeah. is it? Say it. <laughs> Spell it for me. <laughs> the venom, V-E-N-O-M, that bends them, B-E-N-D-S, bends them. I've just I've always been a fan sure of that, you know, right. half rhyme. The venom that bends them. That mm-hmm. really sounds fun on the face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay, like I said, you can take awesome. that all kind of different ways. Um, has a lot of different uh, availability possibilities. Put it that way, it's a lot of possibilities <laughs> with that. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Great job, sweetie. Now you can tell everyone how to find thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. You can find me at Rafe Wild at Facebook, and in parentheses underneath that, it says Soldier Blues. So that would be me. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and great job tonight, honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I always, as always, I appreciate uh, you being here to allow us that platform to speak from, because it means a lot to be able to to put it out there. At least it does for me. I love being here with you guys, so it works out well for everybody. All right, baby. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yay. All right, hon. Thanks. <laughs> you got it. All right. That was Mr. Soldier Blue Blue. Our next caller comes from area code 540. 540, you're on the air. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing Mr. wonderful. How are you? I'm hey, doing honey. fine. Doing fine. Yeah, um, you know... I want to say this. Uh, I want to give birds of inspiration. Um, no matter roadblocks, never give up on what you want to do in life. That's my uh, thought. Um, and um, I want to uh, give you, uh, I think you had, uh, but you, you are asking for uh, a title. Yeah, we feel. We feel. We feel. We feel. R e f u l e l. We feel. Yeah, the the feel the yeah the. Yeah, refuel like uh, sometimes you lose your energy. Yeah, refuel like putting gas in the car. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I am an engine. I'm ten gears of my life. So, um, I'm gonna do a poem. Uh, are we doing two or? Mm Mhm. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it on the five too, okay? All right. But you got a prop. I want you to do me a favor. I want you. To, I want you to that pretty smile I saw on Facebook. I want that smile to be right now. <laughs> I'm always smiling. All right. Um, I'm gonna tell you what. Give me a word. And I'm gonna flow, and I'm gonna do a freestyle off of it. Market. Market, okay. When I come here, see the best of the best of the ability to the ability to showcase where am I? The market of the task of the behalf and the art craft carry my draft, my position, the marketplace. What do I buy? 
What does the words that fly in the content of my own character? The marketplace. I'm seen. I'm here. I'm pure. I'm more secure on the market. Challenges are so deep, and the words are so unique. Remember, be strong and not weak. You see, sometimes when you're on the market, may you feel like you defeated, but never retreated. Nah, never suffer the, a defeat. Show how great you are. Look at your receipt. Remember, the best of the best, the rest of the rest, the content known as you have grown. The market, that wonderful place that I love to shop. When I keep going because I just can't stop. Love what I see. Love what I want to buy. Buy what's in my heart. And that great start, a fresh, that come right into my mind. I'm one of a kind. And I would never apologize for that. The market was such a beautiful place. I could go in each aisle. I could find what's worthwhile and what will fit my style. Here, I'm at the cash register. I'm like looking at my words and I'm being a messenger of the task with on hand. How many people will understand that the market is my place? I need to go with the shopping cart. So I'm engaging in more words to give me a fresh start. I need to be smart. Play your cards right. At your cards be played day and night. Remember the excitement. Remember the invite. Remember the delight. Remember everything that has came across the market. Once you at once you are at the cash register and you're ready to pay, remember everything you learn on display. Miss Automatic has made the lyrical engine vibrating drive. You get an A plus on that freestyle. Great job, baby. Oh, uh, oh. you Impressive know what? I'm as giving always. you a hug right now. <laughs> I'm giving you a hug right now in the spirit. You, you know what? You are a wonderful woman. And um, so I want, cause I, I want to, I love to be challenged. So do another word. And it'll be my second poem. Radio. Radio. But but not not blog talk radio. Radio. Just radio. A radio. I. Like terrestrial radio, like you grew up with (laughs) transistor. It got you. Mm. Give me a beat. Give me a sign. Give me your words on the line. I feel like one day I'm bound to sign. Oh, great. I heard my music. I'm so enthusiastic. It's like I can feel the magic. Get down. Shaking on the ground. I love that lyrical sound. Radio is so important these days. It's so like fresh ideas. Giving you everything on the prompt. The radio. We know where the storm is hitting. Never forget Remember how you got to dress, never sell for less. Sometimes it may feel like you may be depressed. Radio, where do I go? Where's the traffic? 
where is the enthusiasm? Where is my laugh at when I'm hearing the crank of crank phone calls? Yes, Tommy. Yes, indeed. The radio. Give me a beat. I love that hip hop. Dun 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 dun. I ain't no joke. I ain't no joke. My mind will never be provoked unless people come in my face. But I'm like Biggie. No time to waste. Yes, yes. What you going to do when Big Papa come for you? Or if I was reflect like Tupac? Yes, ain't nothing but a gangster party. But on the radio, there goes my flow. There goes my show. There goes my growth. Just let you know. Yes, it's such a lyrical thing. The soul being awesome. And every day that I blossom, yes, such beautiful words. If I flow... If I was poetic, if I was magnetic, yes, there goes the radio. This is the time to shine in. They call the radio to the groove and so much to include. Remember how your mind was so renewed. Remember how your eyes opened wide and that you felt like you were never going to be denied. Yes, that's the radio. That's that old different kind of flow when you just like you doing your own show. Yeah, I'm going to be a DJ with no delay. Now, everything that people listen to, what I have to say, there goes my radio. I, I remember the 80s, back with the radio, the jukebox. Everybody was doing the break dancing. Yeah, you know how it is, the flow. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, indeed, the 80s, yes. Oh, my goodness, I remember the radio, yes. Africa Babata, yes. Rocket don't stop it, or rocket don't stop. It will never stop the flow, the memory, the here, the now, the everywhere, the world premiere, where it all started from. There goes my memory again, yes. That's why I love the radio. Miss Automatic Killers, Magdalurgal Engine, Viper and Drive. Fantastic job, sweetheart. So I have some homework for you. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. So you do a lot of freestyle, but I want you to sit down and I want you to write a piece of prose pre-written. I want you to start out by making a list of every single from the time the school bell rang and you walked out the school doors until you had to walk back in the school doors in August. I want you to write down every single memory. So this is how I want you to start it out. Just take a piece of paper, start doing a list, write down every single thing you can think of memories of your summertime. Summertime? Down to down to the smell of the pavement, to the color of, you know, uh, the sky to what your babysitter smelled like to whatever, every single thing you can think of about Um, your summer and then write a poem about that, about your nostalgic Uh, poem about the summers of your youth. Oh, wow. Well, I'm 43 years old, so that means I got, uh, I won't say a whole, I ain't going to reveal that. Yeah, I ain't going to say I got a whole lot of summers. (laughs) But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, my youth, uh, that'd be something to uh, uh, be, 
very Don't hold nothing back. If you didn't have a good childhood and you were out on the street in a leather jacket with a switchblade in your boot and you were being a thug, I want to know about it. If you were on the farm and you were milking cows with a piece of hay stuck in your teeth, I want to know about it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to remember as much as I can from, uh, you know, being uh, four That's the power of pre-writing it. Make the list. And then as you're writing it, you reference your list. That's the exercise for you because it's going to be different for you. I I always been the, uh, an unusual, I was always an unusual kid. (laughs) Uh, I always had this, these, uh, Mind frames. Matter of fact, I'm in. I'm in. I told you I'm an inventor, and I'm working mm-hmm. on my invention. I'm paying on it, and I really want to help people with my invention. Um, and uh, you know, I do radio as as well. I'm coming back to the radio, uh, and you know, I, I'm I'm very um, outspoken. I, I you always know where I'm. Where I stand, um, and uh, sometimes it gets me blocked on Facebook because I speak my truth. I, I mean, um, I just tell it like it is on my behalf, and uh, so. But if you, I guess we get to that get to that part where you wouldn't find me because I'm hiding like Waldo right now. <laughs> and I need to be found. Uh, uh, nobody so. wants to be Waldo. He dresses funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I told you I was an unusual kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> it could have been me, Waldo. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, and that's your new that's you know, the freestyle you, I'm going to give you next week is Where's Waldo? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You know, I was you know years ago about Waldo. You know, you and I pretty much we came at, we came in the same era, era. You know, and which was good. You know, come up in the nineties, eighties. Well, mm-hmm. a little bit for me, a little bit of the seventies. I was was much of. I was born seventy five, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you know you can find me, uh, Larry Shepard. Uh, you know I have the. Uh, you can go on www.viperempire.wordpress.com or www.lookatglassentertainment.wordpress.com. Uh, you put your suggestions, what you want to see. I even put your show um, on. I, have you ever seen that uh, website before? Which one, baby? Uh, the W, the Empire, the uh, Viper Empire. I'll put your show on there. One of your old Throw shows. the link on my page. All right, yeah. You see, I've been showing you love, but you didn't know that. See, uh, you know, you, always you know, do. all of a sudden, I'm showing you love. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Uh, love you too, Love you back, you know. Um, well, I do because I, I believe that you make a difference, uh, and I'm all for people that make a difference. We all have our gifts uh, to uh, be able to use our open form and 
help somebody out. You never know what your poem can do for somebody. Even mm-hmm. it, our po our poetry, you know, sometimes we may want to be erotic. Sometimes we want to be, uh, um, but some people are very, uh, uh, you got erotic, uh, poetry. You got porn poetry. I've done both, but I don't do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that because uh, I can't be too naughty on it. <laughs> You know, you can myself. you can read. There, there's a really fine. Fact, to... I will close the show tonight. When I close the show tonight, I'll close the show with one of my erotic pieces. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just. You, you know, can just read erotica me. on this show. I love erotica. I love well-written erotica. Well-written erotica is like the mind suspension. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not the actual, you know, boom 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 act. It's the it's the mind fuck. Okay. It's the it's the surreal. It's that that moment before the pivot where you make the spill over the edge. It's that intensity. You know, it's that it's the it's getting inside someone's head. You always get to my head when you do your when you do, you know uh, you, you're like the uh, Santa Claus version of Have you been naughty or nice? And you've been both. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you're around at the end of the show Listen to the piece that I'm going to play at the end of the show And if it's not worse than my piece Then you can read it on this show I just I just don't oh, want okay. I just don't want graphic You know I'm just saying that, It can't be uh, word porn I mean, it, can't be, you know, it, it has to be more Playboy than Hustler I don't know my porn very well do I God I'm a horrible I, porn person I'm going to have to start studying up on this <laughs> Well, you know what? It's okay because it's called making adjustments. That's when that's what a great a great artist will always make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know, you can always like I go I go on um, on spiritual uh, shows and do just spiritual poetry. I don't do you know, um, or I go if I go fight the power uh, shows. Mm-hmm. I do that type of poem. I do wherever the uh, Wherever the mindset and wherever the uh, I play by the rules. Wherever and, you go, you take them what um, they need. And one day, now when I do Viper, I want to invite you, and I might want to interview you. You know, you're not the shy, naughty girl, are you? <laughs> the what? The what? The shy, naughty girl. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Can you please pass me those pink ribbons? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to come in and show you some love and um check that website uh, out. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna um see the uh link on the you got two of them. Uh but I know the Nyla Alice uh, you know, you, I like that name. Nyla Alicia is it Alicia or Alicia? Alicia. Alicia. My last name's Alicia. Yeah, I like that name. Nyla Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for having me, darling. And I'll do that homework. <laughs> Absolutely a pleasure. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks, Larry. Oh, okay. You're welcome. Bye, honey. Bye. All right. Our next caller. I just said I'd play one of my... 
erotic pieces on the air at the end of the show, didn't I? It's the cold medicine, guys. I'm sorry. It's definitely the cold medicine. All right, 585, you are on the air. Hello, this is Sean. How are you? Hi, Sean. Yep. Uh, my my chat buddy hanging out with me and Emily in the chat room tonight. Yep, basically. Okay. Uh, What's going on with you? Uh, not not too much. Just let's see. Okay. This one is called uh this this is for This is for the ones who lead the way. This is for mindfulness that cannot go astray. This is for those who actually stop to understand their silence. Well, it's kind of like that, but this is for Katancha. This is for family members who thought defending a country was actually smart until they ended up realizing that they were just pawns to be used by those who were out for themselves too much. This is for power, for the love of power to end. I say, Sean, stop treating yourself like you are just another dividend. This is for love to burn as fire and for light to reign within. This is for the compelling questions that never stop coming to you. Yes, the questions just keep your desire going. This is for continual learning. This is for knowledge by feeling. This is for illumination. This is for peace. This is for understanding drama and alleviating its wrongs. This is for you to actually question those who think they have solutions but always seem to just accept establishment. This is for artists of love and life. This is for those who wallow in strife. This is for the love and the darkness and the light. This is for people like me who have Asperger's syndrome. This is for people who have cancer. People who have all kinds of diseases. Yeah, this is for you. Follow the love inside of you, and you shall defeat the sicknesses. This is for desire. This is for motivation that comes with universal sensation, like a new galaxy being formed electrically. So if I was off of Earth, 
I would always say, fuck gravity. This is for destroying frames of mind with contribution. This is for people who want to join me by adding to the circle of poetic vision. This is for the ones in the struggle. This is for the ones who are falsely accused as being people living in poverty. When you ask those people, they end up reminding you of remarkable truths. This is for people who think that their way of life and mind is all that there is. This is for them because they are too controlling. They have allowed destruction along with everyone else. It is distressing. Yet the result of it may be compelling. This is for the middle class too because they might think that if they have employment, then they are okay. It only seems like if a major disaster occurred, would they awaken to their real fears? Or maybe I am just generalizing it. It seems this way. This is for them. This is for the teachers who teach to educate others to seek higher. This is for them. This is for pain. This is for agony. This is for scriptures. This is for the prophets. This is for the poets. This is for all colors. I do not even understand racism, so do not ask me of it. I am a human being, not a human doing. A spirit is too wise in the realms of perfection to be misguided by anything else. This is for being peace instead of asking the world for it. This is for corporate social responsibility. This is for the ability to speak my emotions so that my story will allow me to be free. This is for the ones who suffered and died to tell their truths. This is for dictators to realize that they really are not. This is for them because egos do not fully represent galactic creation. This is for militants to stop their fights over old frames of mind and ways of being. This is for clearer artistic vision and clearer seeing. This is for you to follow your heart and keep dreaming. This is for you, so just keep creating. And I love so, that. I love that piece. That was awesome, Sean. Anything that helps promote the creative purpose in life, you know? Yeah, yeah. It gets snuffed out. So, I mean, the people who, who controls education, the government, who controls government? Big business. What is big business going to benefit from? Turning all of us into ants, to blue-collar workers, to serve businesses and the government. Mm-hmm. Free thinking creativity challenges that goal. I sound like a conspiracy mm-hmm. theorist, but it's true. It just is, It's just the way it is. You know. So they're taking creativity. Do you know that here in Oregon they are talking about taking libraries out of the schools? that if kids want to use the library for books besides their study books, that they can go to a public library. Drama, all of those things are now extracurricular activity and have to be completely student-funded. So like the theater has to do things to raise the money to put on their plays and get sponsorships, you know, the money from sponsorships in the programs to put on their plays and stuff like that. They aren't teaching creative things in the schools anymore because that does not teach us to be ants. So yeah. anything that that supports that 
you know, and I'm I'm hoping that that starts changing again. I'm hoping that that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's sad. It's sad. Okay, I loved your poem. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, yeah. All all that is um, that's all the part of um, speaking from uh, you know. In the energy body sense of 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 it all is speaking from from within yourself with the most purpose and passion and mm-hmm. when you have that kind of passion um, you can you can literally move uh, whole countries and whole whole states or whole regions like People don't realize. People forget that, and you know, even you guys, as, a um, woman's smile can start a war. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's like that. I mean, seriously. And, yeah, it, it's like that. That 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 kind of that's that's where the the fear comes from with people like that is that oh, you're gonna cut away my my arrogance, or you're gonna cut away my you know my ego. I don't want that. Like, why are you doing that to me? You know, mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I can be found on scribd.com slash SKL 2012 and Sean Weeble and uh, and the purity of the flow dot wordpress.com awesome so do you want to give me a writing prompt to give everybody give me a title a line a sentence a word yeah uh, brother brother yeah okay alright let me write that down Sean Perfect. All right, sweetheart, and we will talk to you next week. Yay. Happy joy, happy joy. Have a great night. (laughs) You too, honey. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me take a look at the phone lines. Get this muted. So right now we have got, we're still okay to do two poems. I think we're fine. All right, so our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to go ahead and give the first three callers, or the next callers is kind of next few callers so we know you know where you are in the lineup. We have area code 765 is next. Then we have 701-832-216-256-734. Oh, we don't have 734. 734, you're not in the lineup. If you want to come into the lineup, press 1. Otherwise, just hang out and listen. Press 1 at any time if you change your mind. Okay, so 765, are you with me? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> How you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. My my dear friend and sweetheart, uh, Shelly, turned me onto your page. And that uh, is awesome. We appreciate that. I wrote, appreciate I've her. written a, I've written a lot of songs for my children over the years. 
during their formative years, basically. And I've written a few other ones. But uh, and I call them all big boy ballads. And uh, I wanted to read one or two, possibly, if that's okay. Okay. Well, I wrote this one here. It's called Weekend Trips. Uh, oh, my, many years ago. When my now 29-year-old son was three years old, and I was going through a divorce with his mother. And I had a real hard time dealing with it. And uh, after hearing Eric Clapton's song, Weekend Trips, or or, 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 Tears from Heaven, Mm -hmm. and how he dealt with his son's passing, even though my, my pain was not near as bad as that. But after I wrote this song, I stopped crying because I cried a lot, you know, missing my kid, you know. But anyway, this this song is called Weekend Trips. The morning sun slips through the curtain. He rolls around, his eyes start flirting. A smile sneaks across of the face of my boy. It really gives my heart a tug when he reaches for that first morning hug. I fight back the tears. Hang on tight. Enjoy. Walking through the park, he asked me about the other kids that he sees playing with their dads and having fun. Why can't moms and dads together stay the same through changing weather? And keep my smile as bright as the morning sun. Those weekend trips we spend together doesn't seem hardly long enough. I wish those trips would last forever. Because getting through the week is getting tough. Waking up next to the river, the morning stars begin to shimmer. I look down and watch my boy in his dreams. Running, laughing, to and fro, I hate to wake him, but it's time to go. Can we come back here real soon, oh daddy, please? He seems to know the day before, holds me tight, we laugh some more, dealing with the pain we feel inside. He always asks me before he goes, you're going to cry, but I know he knows the reasoning behind why I've lied. Those weekend trips we spend together doesn't seem hardly long enough. I wish those trips would last forever because getting through the week is getting tough. Now you hear about delinquent fathers who don't take time or even bother. I wonder what the hell they're thinking of. A greyhound streaking through the night. Maybe they just lost sight 
of those little faces crying out for love. Down at the zoo, you see them. Maybe at the children's museum. Making up for time that's somehow lost. Those partial family outings leave no time or little doubting that every other weekend has its cost. Those weekend trips we spend together doesn't seem hardly long enough. I wish those trips would last forever because getting through the week is getting tough. Yeah, them weekend trips aren't long enough. That's end poem. That is. You know, as a single mother of a very, 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 and did I mention very absent uh, father, um, which actually was the best gift he ever gave, was being absent, um, which sounds rude. Probably it really sounds was. like it. You know, it yeah. just it just really was. The, the you'd have to know the family, but. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was having birthdays come and go, and having the kids ask questions, and and you know why, and you know, then once in a while he would make yeah. a call, and then you know, or send a, their their birthdays are seven days apart, they're a year apart, and their birthdays are seven days apart, but he would send one of them a present and not the other, you know. And they they yeah, just they yeah, just didn't that. get it. So as a single mother coming yeah. from that type of a background, um, I just really appreciate your piece. So thank you for writing that. Thank you. That's uh that's the one that makes Shelly that made Shelly tear up and made us kind of connect. <laughs> so she thought that was appropriate that I read that. I absolutely agree. Great piece. Yeah, I have a I have a bunch of songs I wrote for my kids. Like I said, uh, we call them big boy ballads. Uh, I've written them for all of my children, uh, grandfather and friends, and you know, it just I just throw them all together. We just call it big boy ballads. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with them. That's great. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job on those. Do me a favor, and you have to tell everyone how they can come find you so they can get to know you as well now that Shelly has sent you our way and uh, send you friends Uh, requests and be able to start networking with you. Tom Barmers on Facebook, B A R M E S. Uh, uh, I have also a page called Big Boy Ballads. On Facebook, uh, and, and and thank you for allowing me to read that. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure to hear you do that. Thank you. Okay. And we will talk to you next week. Possibly, possibly, <laughs> I might come on and read a, another one or two. You know? We would love to have you back, sweetheart. Fantastic job okay. tonight. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome, hon. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right.
Our next caller comes from area code 701. 701, you're on the air. Hello, it's Emily. How are you? I thought you weren't calling in tonight, my love. I decided to call in tonight. Well, thank you very much because we have missed you terribly. I missed you too, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to call in tonight. I have a I have a new piece that's kind of fun and kind of angry, so I thought, hey, why not do it? <laughs> let's go be pissed off at Nyla's. I love it. <laughs> yes, let's let's vent today. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of homework because I need a title for this piece. For this, okay. So for this piece, I need a title. I think I have one, but I'm not sure if I want to do it yet. So I'll just start. Sometimes when I begin a poem with sometimes, I really mean always. I mean sometimes always means never. Like when you ask again if I still love onions, I say always, but never do I say never because sometimes my food choices offend you, always when you're sometimes doing the cooking. So you say sometimes you hate me. I mean, yes, Sometimes people offend me, too, like the white dude. It's always a white dude. Sometimes the white dude wears a backwards ball cap. It's always backwards. And the white dude calls 911 over bullshit. It's always bullshit. Like when Jordan was selling water in San Francisco or when Reggie was mowing lawns in Ohio or when Rashawn and Dante were sitting in a Philadelphia Starbucks. It's always a Starbucks. So, yes, sometimes I get offended. Usually, mostly when I'm venting about money. It's always about money. Diapers are allergies. And some white girl, it's always a white girl. Sometimes a white girl wearing a kimono and infinity scarf. It's always an infinity scarf. Sometimes a white girl tries to palm me some random essential oils. It's always essential oils. And yes, sometimes I maybe get tired of hearing about the latest keto diet craze. It's always a diet craze. And sometimes maybe I get angry and frustrated and hyped over something I saw on Facebook. It's always Facebook. So I have to turn it off to keep my head. So, obviously, this is a little thing. It's always the little things. But the little things become big things, at least sometimes. I mean, sometimes maybe means yes, mostly might mean maybe, and almost maybe means maybe not. And never does the white dude in the backwards ball cap, it's always a ball cap, never does the white dude call 911 for anything real, like calling 911 on Brock Turner, Harvey Weinstein, Brett Kavanaugh. And even if the white dude wearing the backwards ball cap does call 911 on a Brock or a Harvey or a Brett, it's always a Brock or a Harvey or a Brett. Even when, nine, when the 911 call comes for something real, the white accused, he's always the accused, goes to court, maybe, sometimes, mostly, always with a high retainer lawyer, and mostly, usually, sometimes, maybe, they'll get off. They always get off. I understand that sometimes it's confusing. So, like I said, you say that sometimes you hate me, but never will you offend me by saying that sometimes you hate me, because you could never hate me, even sometimes, the way I always sometimes wonder if I am sometimes, even a little, mostly worth that. End poem. <laughs> you know, several things come to mind. <laughs> the first title I was thinking of is, This Poem Explains Why Legos Were My Favorite Toy as a Child. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I came up with uh, Future Hindsight. Ooh, okay. That one I think is doable. Uh-huh. Um, but I think there's something better. Uh-huh. 
let me listen to it in the archives and I'll see what I can do. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. <sighs> but it was fun. Was it was fun. absolutely fun to listen to. That was great, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you. And I just, for some reason, I was looking through a bunch of my poems and I'm like, I, I start a lot of poems with sometimes, but sometimes never really means sometimes. And sometimes it means never. And sometimes it means always. That's a poem. Okay. So I just went and started and was like, all right. And then it just <laughs> kept going. Oh, I love it. Those are the best yes. kinds. Well, so you did fun. a great job on it. So fantastic. Thank you. Yay. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Were you going to read two tonight? Um, hmm. No, I don't think so. I think it's just the one tonight. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Well, I am really glad you were able to call in. We have missed you. I hope you're able to call in next week and because uh, it's good when you do. I will do my best. All right, sweetheart. Thank you, honey. Great job. All right, thank you. I'm glad you were able to make it on. See you next time. Yes. All right, baby. Bye bye, sweetie. All right, bye bye. Okay. So, our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Hello. Hello? Are you there? 832? Hello? Hello. Hello. Is this Nyla? It is Nyla. You know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, thank you, Nyla. What's going on, sweetie? Nothing much, nothing much. I just do I would do my two poems and leave you alone. Well, you don't have to do that, but you can do your two poems. Okay. Okay. I'll do I'll do uh, one, and then one erotic one. Since you were talking about erotic, you you can let me uh, know if it's erotic or uh, it's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Okay. Okay. Hello. Mhm. Please go ahead, honey. Oh wait, introduce yourself to oh, everybody okay. so they know Thank who's you. reading. Oh okay. I thought you were chewing bubble gum. I know I'm really, really sick right now, and I have a cough drop in my mouth. And I know that's the most unprofessional thing in the world, but I have no co-host, and so we're just getting through today, nice and ugly. No, that's that's cool. That means it's like a, uh, it's like a um, lithium, lithium, lithium. Yeah, and, I'll hold the phone know, farther away. So thank you for telling phone. me you could hear that, because that's not cool. No, no, it's good. It, it, it's like. A flavor, as I do my poem, it's like a flavor, and, and you know, it's like minty. Oh, you. <laughs> I love you. Such a goober. Yeah, I mean, it's, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I know I'm wasting your time this year, doing that stuff, but, uh, yeah, mentholatum. <laughs> uh, is that how you say it? I'm, uh, I can't remember. Mentholatum? Whatever. Well, is that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like a cool, refreshing breeze in your mouth. I know. That's, yeah, that's great. I'm going to be coughing through the whole show while you guys are trying to read. And I, I mentioned if you were on hold at the beginning of the show, you would have heard that. But yeah, I'm really sick right now. And 
So if I disappear and I start coughing and I mute myself and I'm not there when you're done reading, just keep reading. <laughs> I'll get uh, back eventually. Go, yeah. Yeah, go back and make a, I'll make a hamburger or some french fries or something. <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be okay. great. <laughs> here you go, here you go. It's a, uh, this one is called Tender. Um, be tender to those who return. When not returned, it's still okay. The best is to send and receive the communication of pleasing. When not getting through, the lack of listening, the lack of skill of not listening, tired of being denied and not acquiring, Simple things, money not binding. A touch, a look, a smile, fleeting measure, life goes on. Treasure those. Be, hold on. Messages of connection. Be that simple. The battles of Maher is torn from that empty space. That space of being empty for so long. How can you fill up when you just when they're just offering a song? The pay the rent of the moment, not to fill up all your hopes and dreams for a lifetime. Keep that in mind. Chill. Be tender. In poem. That was beautiful. And so calm and zen. So calm and zen coming from you. I did it because you had the mental atom in, in your mouth, and I wanted to make sure that, that you were okay. <laughs> I is that erotic? Okay. No, that's not erotic. That was not erotic. Okay, here's, my, here's my second poem. This is uh, okay. untitled, untitled Part 2 of the Rose Series. Through you, the rose, I feel joy. Underneath the pendulum sings, now forward, now facing back. Only wetness can make that. Under covers of dim light, sweet shouts of victory. Victory, both sides declare. Under covers of bright moans, sunlight. The toes lift weights, grip, relax. No memories can play cards with the actual act. A now then, a wet then, a smell when, an arch back. Crumbled clothes on the floor, compressed feelings of jealousy, aching to partake in the squeezing, giving way to the Teasing. Every drop the rose will surrender willingly. Tell twin implosions the truth to memory. Wet smell after glowing bodies remain for a spell. Overlapping in joy and bliss. Crumble clothes on the floor can breathe again. Thanks for listening. Loved it. 
Absolutely loved it. Thank you. That was beautiful. You are very welcome. Good job, baby. Man, I want a cough drop now, man. It's like, man. Cherry mentholatum. Mentholated. Mentholated cherry. And it's cherry. It's not just mentholatum. It's cherry. And and that's so erotic. (laughs) 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 That's funny. You erotic soul, you. Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm feeling it too. <laughs> bless yeah. you, Nada. All right, bless tell everyone how to find you, my love. Charles C B Banks on Facebook. Charles C B Banks on Facebook. I guess that's it for me. Thank you, Nada. You're very welcome, sweetheart. And we will talk Take to you care. next week, honey. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. All righty. So our next caller comes from area code 216. I think this is my mama. 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 Ma. <laughs> Hello, love. You sound like you're talking to me in a tube. How's that? Is that better? That sounds bad. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, so I can't use my Bluetooth. I mean, I wouldn't pay all that money for it. So I could listen to the shows on this with the, using the phone, and now I can't even use it. Because it makes you sound like it makes you sound like I'm talking in a tube. I mean, so well I can listen to I can listen to the other poets, but I wanted to tell Sean and Emily they really really laid it out. I mean, I just met Emily not that long ago, and um, that's she did that same poem. So I can't wait to hear her, her do something else. But but Sean, that's my little buddy. My, he he mm-hmm. really laid that off. I told him to send me that uh, so I can put it in my favorite poem uh, page. I think you'd really, really oh, enjoy my. Emily's poetry if you went over and, and looked on her page. I think that you would really relate with her well. Yeah, I, I, we're friends now. I just met her like maybe a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so you, I heard you saying that she had been on the show, I guess it was a long time ago because I don't remember. But anyway, I can't yeah. find my poems. <clears throat> I can't find my poem, and I'm upset because I had it up here, but you told me I was going to be third, and then you made me be, like, fifth. I heard you say 216 a long time ago, and then you put your boyfriend in there. I do not. I have I have the list written down, and I go down the line, and I when I answer the calls, I mark that they've been answered, and I take the phone following it. So if I don't know what happened, but no, that's something I've been strict with since day one. No, I don't put anyone in ahead of you. You know you like the boys better, so I'm not. I don't like the boys better. You know who my biggest? You know who I had the biggest crush on as a child? Who? Goldie Hawn. Goldie (laughs) Hawn. Yes, ma'am. So don't tell me I like the boys better. See, I always figure there's there's gay, there's 
gay, there's lesbians, and then there's bisexual. Bisexuals, they're not really bisexual. They're just greedy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I call, you call them greedy. I call them, uh, like, the power and control. <laughs> yeah. So what do you anyway, have for us tonight, Mama Love? I couldn't find it, so... Um, it was a really nice home too. It was like talking to the uh, here it is, talking to the children that don't have a father, and I wrote it for them. And it's called God is the chemist that produces children, and it goes like this. And this is the the mother um, talking about the father. He doesn't care how cute she is, how smart she is. He didn't care if he, if she looked like his mother, didn't know she was his legacy. Sex made it easy for him to get from point A to point B. No responsibility, no attachments or sentimentality. Well, it's not about how adorable she is. He even said she was not his. And one day, that dreaded day, she asked, Mommy, where is my daddy? The quiet room, the painful eyes. And as she grew in grace in the back of her mind, She remembered her grandmother's words. Keep your mind's eye on the creator's purpose for you. Become great. Take care of your teeth. Shine so bright that every time you shine, your father will wish that he could go back in time and say, she's mine. Moreover, his failed life will become Obvious, but do not be bitter sweet. Be sweet. Do not be bitter. Be sweet. God loves you. And the only combination to bring you to earth was through that God chosen union of your specific father and your specific mother. So, that's why you were made. That's how you were made. And so be it. And so be you. In peace. That was fantastic, Mama. Thank you. Thank you. It's so sad. It's just so sad. To see it going on just a little bit too much. I uh, just want to create something to let them know that um, you know, sometimes in order to get something special, you got to mix unlikely sources together. And we're all the product of miracles when we can't figure it out. But God knows what He's doing because usually they're just awesome children. I agree. 
Are okay, you going to read, baby. too? Oh, I can, yeah. Oh, I read, too, girl. You ain't said nothing but a word, girl. You ain't said nothing but a word, girlfriend. You ain't said nothing but a word. <coughs> oh. <laughs> I'll read when the truth hits the fan. I read it before, and I'll read it anyway. When the truth hits the fan, how much of what was gained will be lost? What was done, now undone? What lost can never again be found? Every day the truth is spinning, waiting to blast off. It takes flight in the darkness of confusion, looking for the light. The truth has never been prepared. Coming up for air, moving closer to the fan, lips with tight grips are zips. Someone almost let it slip. Liars are stationed everywhere. The details of altered accounts, everyone must get it right. The truth is drowning in despair. The truth is panting for air. Only half of the truth was told. Bright beginners can't keep their stories straight. So we will wait as they huddle. Moving steadily away from the actuality, flashlights flicker, search parties distracted from the snickers, trying to remember what not to say. We have listened patiently, discerningly, waiting for the truth to fly because, man, pay attention. When the truth hits the fan, I said, when the truth hits the fan, if we let our cake falsehood stand, we'll all be damned. Imagine one or more people telling the truth. I absolutely love that piece. Fantastic. I'm trying so hard not to cough right now. I'm so sorry, Mama. <clears throat> it's okay. Talk, okay. say something. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're said, welcome. Thank you. Okay. You want to do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you? Yeah, everybody can find me. Uh, Sorry. I'm going to say it real loud so Nyla can cough in peace without y'all saying, <laughs> oh, she's coughing. Uh, my name is Vicky Aqua. They call me Mama Ola JG. And we are on um, the um, Speakeasy Cafe here on a Nelly, you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Um, here, okay, okay. You're such a professional. <laughs> I know. Now, I, I started out the show with that, letting you guys know that today was tonight was you know, and I, I'm really glad that that uh, Charles let me know you could hear me with the cough drop in my mouth. That's real classy, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, no. The thing is, is like you got all these long talkers on here and people don't have the same options that they had back in the day where they could wait and wait and wait. Now they're charging them to wait. So uh, I'm going to tell all you long talkers um, now it's too polite to tell you that you're long talkers. So stop being selfish and let the next one come through. Okay. In peace. Bye-bye. Mama, you do realize I'm the longest talker of all, right? No, because you're the host. I'm talking about 
They know who they are. They know who they are. They're taking advantage uh, of you. I am so the longest talker. Of your, of your, <laughs> She's you, talking oh, no, to me, guys. <laughs> She's no, indirectly talking to me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm talking to you long talkers that know there's a bunch of poets behind you, knowing that she's uh, got people that, you know, are sitting there, can't pay that 2 $3 a minute to be waiting, and y'all just keep going on and on and on. Don't go on and on and on because night was nice, and she won't tell you that you're getting on her nervous. Okay, bye-bye. I, never, I don't have nervous. <laughs> All right, Mama, we love you, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like I should do like a studio disclaimer. Does not reflect the opinions and or of our sponsors and or <laughs> whatever that crap was back in the olden days. All right. Let's go ahead and get to our next caller. Our next caller is area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Hello, this is me. Is that you? It is me. It's been me since I woke up this morning. There you go. How are you this evening? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. It's good to hear from you. Oh, yes. Well, for those out there who don't know, this is Stan out of Alabama. You know, I, I was, I've, I'm really sick tonight. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. And so at the beginning of the show, I sat there and I said, you know, one of the things you never do in professional radio when you're sick is you never go on the air alone. Because if something right. happens, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, you know, if maybe if Stan or George, maybe if they come on tonight, they can uh, hang out with me. <laughs> and then you guys call in the last of the show. Of course. The end of the sales, show. Huh? I stole you to, to hang out with me tonight. <laughs> oh, well, I've just sat here and went through some stuff, and I looked at this, and I saw these two poems that were Nyla-generated. Me generated? Yes. One was where you gave us those three song titles. Mm-hmm. And it was the three were Which One of Us is a Fool, Toys in the Attic, and Foreclosure of a Dream. Okay? Yes. And the other, as you mentioned, George, was the workshop George and I did with I Am and You Are. That was fun, yep. Yes, and that generated a, some of my best free words. Well, guess what? Those two poems ended up published in the 2018 World Poetry Open Mic Anthology. Oh, you're kidding me. No. That is awesome. And I'm going to read them tonight. Please do. And we're starting off with a short one which was the three song titles, which I decided to do as a tanka. And then I realized that a tanka is two short lines and three long lines, and that a limerick is two short lines and three long lines. And the only difference is they're rhyming. So this became tanka with a twist of limerick. Awesome. All right. All too traumatic. Which one of us is a fool? Toys in the attic, gone 
after broken heart stool. Foreclosure of a dream. Cruel. And that's that one. And those were the song titles. That was a fun prompt. Okay, the next one? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's called That Day. But it actually starts off with the I am exercise. I am that day. Forever changed for it. Forever blessed by it I am. I am the keeper of it. Winter in a western city, not knowing our place as the working poor. It's family vacation day. Miles change asphalt and concrete to hills, grass, and open space. Time passed in family banter and playing out of state. License plates from Texas to Louisiana called out and counted. Dad drove, so never won. Mom or sis, reigning champions. Me, played but not engaged. Changes in scenery and adventure. Far too distracting, too compelling. Fought New York. More woodland and scene now as patches of snow spotted. Entering the Sierra Mountains foothills. Mountains wearing crowns of white. The green and browns of woods peeking out from under white coat covers. Outside the car, the air brisk and the wind can sting. I'm overwhelmed with awe. This is no photo or painting. No black and white TV scene. This is snow. This is real. No smell of hot asphalt. No traffic, horns, radio, or TV. No feel of concrete or grass. No warm winds and taste of ocean. No sound or sign of anyone. Just us in an unknown world. All senses alive, experiencing first. From smell of pine to snow shifting underfoot, there's security and comfort found in mom's basket of food. The scent of dad's old spice and pipe, even mom's Chesterfield smoking hair. Now I've been in the wood, this. No buzz of bug or smell of wood smoke. No sign of snake or lizard, just tracks of paws in snow. Very little bird song heard, but hoot of owl, cry of eagle. But in seeing an eagle in flight against a mountain background, my God. We were very near a large hill, snow deep enough to cover rocks. Dad came prepared with poor man's sleds, Pennsylvania know-how. Heavy wax sealed cardboard boxes used to ship frozen chickens, fashioned into snow gliders. Still a slight scent of yard bird presence. As handhold, feet used as drag brakes, and down you go, whoosh! Steering was not an option. Crashes and face plants aplenty. Frosty laughing faces abounding. Ha! <sighs> Well, snow snuck through the cumbersome wear, shaken off, out, or quickly melted. 
During the mealtime quiet, hear the thump of snow clumps falling off trees and rock outcroppings, the creak and groans of burdened limbs. The sunlight shifts and wanes, shadow dances in the wind-brushed trees. Did I see a rabbit or deer or not? Eye contact gone like imagined specter. Sunsetting shadows on the mountains, timekeeper of our departure. As we head home, Mom reminisces of a childhood in Montana. That day, captured in my mind and heart, we never returned to the snow after Mom's passing. Eventually, Dad followed his soulmate. My sis, not long after him. But we had that day, beauty and adventure. I alone remember. I am the keeper of that day in peace. Hello. Hello. I was coughing. I had myself muted. I'm so sorry. Oh, I hear you. That's okay. <laughs> I absolutely love that piece. I absolutely love it, and it was so befittingly published. Great job on it. Absolutely fantastic. And I love that it was something that would not exist had not a prompt been thrown your way or a workshop or something, interventioned. Yes, and you would be amazed. I went through the poems that they did select for publication. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There is not one of them that was not either a poetic form of the month from World Poetry Open Mic, a Nyla prompt, or a prompt from the Garden of Poetry and Prose. Every single one of them was one of those That's three. That's awesome. Or a, com- or a combination. I love it. <laughs> I do. Very cool. Very cool. And, and you, you know, it says a lot about you. <coughs> Excuse me. It says a lot about you that as well, you know, that you are open to um, open to outside inspirations. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've said it before and I meant it. Everything I am, as far as education, enlightenment, and inspiration in poetry, has come from every poet that I have ever heard or read. And given prompts by poets, are you kidding me? It doesn't get better than that. This is the part of the show where I get to ask you what's the title you want, what's the prompt you want to share this week with the show, with everybody here. Oh, wow. That's, That's what we're doing for our prompt this week, is I'm having everybody give everybody a prompt. This is one that should be fun. If I knew tomorrow. Oh, my pen won't quit working. That's why I have 20 pins on my desk. If, what was it, if? If I knew tomorrow. Okay, awesome. Perfect. All right, baby, do me a favor. Tell everyone how to find you. Well, you know you can find me on Nyla Lisa's Speakeasy Cafe. You can also That's where the find cool me. kids hang out. 
You bet. I guess finally I'm one of the cool kids. Look out now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also a co-host at 9 p.m. on Epiphany Radio, which is also Blog Talk, of the Hurt Locker, which is I host, I co-host with uh, a lady named Holly Woods, aka Murder She Wrote, and we deal with those tough subjects that cause us pain and struggle in life. And this topic coming up this Tuesday is going to be breast cancer. You know, it's really funny. Every time it's breast cancer week, I tell guys, if you want to, you're going to, men love boobs. Okay, that's just the, just a fact of it. There, there's this crazy fascination. Now, there's some men that, you know, I know there's some, oh, I'm more of an ass girl. I don't care. Men love boobs. All right? So if you're going to be touching them anyway, all right? Yeah. yeah. Get on YouTube and learn how to do a breast examination. And you want to touch your woman with love? There is no better touch of love than giving her a breast examination. Why can't you oh. do that? You know, think about oh, it. And- think about, you know, laying her back and saying, honey, we're going to do this because I love you. You know, and then yeah. fun stuff happens, you know, happy fun times later. But that is that is the ultimate touch of love, caring enough about your partner to learn how to help her do her breast exams because it's much easier for someone else to do them than for us to do them ourselves. And for you opportunists out there, it's not going to help you get out of the handcuffs to go, but I touched her with love. No, no, no. No, we're talking about your significant other. Yes. <laughs> Not for a moment's fascination. No. Don't run around town grabbing boobs. <laughs> yeah, who the hell do you think you are, the president? Oh, geez, really? Really? I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight, honey. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And on to the next, dear lady. All right, honey. We'll talk to you later, baby. All right. All right, our next caller comes from area code 585585. You're on the air. Well, hello. Hello, how are you doing? All right, hi, this is Doug Curry. How are you doing? Hey, Doug, it's good to hear from you. Glad you were able to get in. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting in the studio uh, about to do a record, record a show, um, but what's better than being on yours first? It's great. Um, we'll, we'll warm you up. So, we'll warm you up for the crowd. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, um, one of the places where I do some writing and critiquing and being critiqued is allpoetry.com. And um, very often I use the contests that are there. And I think I may have said this before, not because I care so much about winning a contest or being judged by anybody. You prompts that you know, come from beyond your own imagination. I mean, mm-hmm. if, uh, Anywhere if you would, can reach out for inspiration is all good. Yeah, some somebody else throws you something and say, yeah, let me do that or let me not. So as a result of an entry in a contest, I have this poem. It's called Hausa Sun. Hausa is an African nation of people. Scarred by rat bites and whips lacerations, unrelenting child warrior is unrepentant. In this hour of conjuring, conjuring dreams of yore, African buffalo bail bow elders tomorrows. 
robust man-child of 16 years, veteran of hunting triumphs, lost battles, undone by new weapons and held captive, knowing only to resist what plans may be. Heaved, crashing into the blue-green waves to swim and float, finding no escape, no rescue, only dorsal fins sidling by, summoned by his flailing, kicking, stroking. Exhaustion and the water's cold steal his strength, adrift in a reverie in a bottomless grave, relinquishing futile hopes. He mocks their defeated plan, remaining forever a free warrior son of Niger. Floating on his back, inhaling the salty humidity, lapped lapped by waves as the sun-kissed breeze, the wooden dungeons have left him, gone without him, their sails billowing over the horizon into ignominy and poem. Fantastic right. Are you going to read two tonight? No, I just had the one. I just had the one. I I always can. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's been reading too So you're more than welcome to read too if you'd like I I didn't realize that But okay Just give me one (laughs) second And while I do that Let's see if we can multitask by telling everyone That I am Doug Curry And I hope you come by And chat with me on Facebook As Doug Curry Or as uh, Blacks and Blues Which is the name of my radio program um, which airs on Friday nights, Eastern Time at 9 p.m. at WRUR.org, Saturday nights, 10 o'clock Central Time, and that's at WDCB.org. And uh, I can be found here, seems like every Thursday, I hope so. <laughs> so I don't, we like you being I, found here. Well, great. Great, and I I kind of feel you. You know, you you know, you the show must go on. I do appreciate it. I, I uh, Nyla, I do appreciate you working through it. Um, I know how it feels, and and I can tell you something. Nobody can tell other than your occasional absence from the mic when you're coughing and you got the mic turned down. And your spirit sounds fine. Um. I'm a right. happy sick person. If that counts for anything, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, and it counts a lot because if you weren't a happy sick person, you'd be a sicker person. Mm-hmm. I think. I Nobody right likes a grumpy sick person. That's, that's that's true. Grumpy and contagious is not a good combination. <laughs> uh, I think you're right, history. Because there are things that that have been revealed to me either through my imagination or through putting together one and one is two. And I want to show them to other people. So this poem is entitled 1932. I don't know that I haven't read this here lately. I don't think I have. Um, The significance of 1932, just to give everybody a little shortcut, it was in the height of the Depression. And there's a word in here that if you don't like it, it's just really too bad. 1932. An average American crumpled suit stuffs today's unread news into holes in his shoes. Bursts the taste of greasy chicken soup sliding stale mission bread down his gullet. Regards two smelly ragtag nigger hobos 
lapping the same charity meal and realizes sadly the Bolsheviks may be right. And poem. You have to make no apologies. Your words in themselves, a word in itself only has the power that someone gives it. And a word used correctly is a powerful thing indeed. Yeah, we could we could have a long discussion about that word, the most the most American word in our language. You know, we not only created the word, we created the phenomenon that the word arises from. So, you know, who, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know why anybody is so charitable as to let history off the hook for that, as to want to, as the NAACP wanted to bury the word. Okay. I got a poem about that one too. <laughs> I would yeah, love to hear it sometime. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it. It's about three, four lines long, but it's uh, it's the most American word in the language. It doesn't, you know, anywhere else it doesn't exist with the social and political connotation that it does here. It does not exist. It, it's obviously based on the negatives of of Latin and Spanish, negro mm-hmm. for black, you know, and. Obviously, it's based on that, but uh, beyond that, it's wholly American. And mm-hmm. if we want, if there are people who want to let the country off the historical hook for that, go ahead. I'm not one of them. Do me a favor. I need to get a prompt from you. A prompt. Okay. A prompt. Yeah. A prompt. So a everybody's giving word. everybody a prompt today. Okay. So as I give this prompt, what happens to it? Everybody can write a poem to it if they want to. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a one-word prompt. It's complacency. Complacency. Awesome. <coughs> All right, great job, sweetheart. I am so glad that you were able to get on tonight. appreciate you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, feel better, sweetheart, and I'll be back next week. Thank you. You're very welcome. We'll talk to you later, hon. All right, so that's all the callers we have in queue. We do have area code three or seven three four, eight three two and two four zero. If any of the three of you wanted to read tonight, go ahead and press one now. Otherwise we are finished for the evening. Oh, there we go. Eight three two. So seven three four two four zero. If you guys want to read tonight, press one. Otherwise I'm really glad you're here hanging out listening. Eight three two, are you with me? Yes, Naila. Good good evening. How are you? Hey, I've not heard from you in forever. I'm sorry? How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry, did I miss something that you said forever? You've been missing me forever, you said? I've been missing you forever. Me too. Um, I've been going with my routine every day and every Thursday. I don't even know it is a Thursday. And then on a Friday morning... I remember, oh, my God, Thursday went away. And this evening, for some reason, I was, I don't know why I got to check my phone. And I see that there is Thursday when I open the Facebook. I don't often do that. Oops. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad too, Nyla. Thank you so much. And I just wrote another poem because I know you're going to ask me if I have written any poems these days. That's only when you ask that some words are coming out. I wrote another poem, but 
a little while back, like one or two days back, but that's kind of personal. Not really, but I gave it off to my husband and stay with him. So um, these are a few other lines, but um, you need to let me know how they sound. And if you say, okay, I want to go ahead and read. Go ahead, but you're ready, honey. Yeah. Oh, first, introduce yourself to everybody so that they know who's reading. Okay. My name is Uma, Uma Pochampali. I'm also known as Uma Pochampali Goparaju. I have a Facebook uh, account, and uh, sometimes I post my poems there, and most of the times I post it on Naila's wall, or sometimes I may post it on my blog, which is not updated. I have a couple of books that I have self-published and a few um, anthologies that um, Brian Rickson has published to um, blurb publications in, from Canada. And um, and my poetry started flowing because I started coming here and got to talk to Nyla, and she's such a great inspiration that I can't stop writing when I talk to her. <laughs> I'm so, I just love you so much. I'm so glad you're here, honey. I have missed you. And the title is No Surprise Here. Whenever I wake up next to you on my side, I know the night was blessed because I realize you. Some days, are gloomier than some nights. And it is when I seek courage and cherish you. On occasion, I feel, which is more often or always, overwhelmed. And it is natural that when no one other than you can bring back my sense of stability, because of you. In poem. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely I don't know there is beautiful. Redundant, redundant perhaps, but I don't know. What's that? Maybe there is a lot of redundancy in it, but I don't know. I just did it. I think. No, it was a fantastic write. You know, you always laugh and giggle at me, but I, I call you my female roomie. You know, you just you just have that power and sincerity and clarity. There's just a clarity and a power in the way that you write about life so amazingly. I am a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge fan of your writing. I'm glad that you're still writing. I'm glad that you can make it here when you can. And I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Naila. I can't thank you enough. And you bring tears in my eyes every time I talk to you because you make me realize it. You make me realize that I do have ability to communicate, ability to write something that we can call a poem, maybe three words, maybe it's not really rhyming, maybe it's not a poem at all, but something I can write and share. No one can write what you can write. No one sees the world the way that you see the world. Okay, of course you should write. You have this unique and amazing way that you perceive and share your thoughts. And it would be absolutely a crime if you did not write. And you know, I mean, people know 
when they're being bullshitted. They know when they have you know, smoke being blown up their butts. You know I'm telling you the truth. I wouldn't say this if I did not mean it. And, and it, it, it would truly be a sad loss if you did not write. I wouldn't do that, Naila, for anything because I need to sustain myself. I need to remember that I'm still alive despite mm-hmm. the fact that so many things have happened and uh, we need to keep our balance. Indeed. All right, Uma, thank you so much for calling in tonight. Appreciate you. Tell everyone how they can find you, honey. Um, I don't know. I, I will keep posting on your page. That's where they can find me. <laughs> okay. Go look on my page. You'll find Uma. She's amazing, you guys. Her poetry is incredible. And she is an, a phenomenal, phenomenal painter, too, by the way. You need to check out her page because she, her painting just blows my mind. Amazing. Thank you, man. So thank you, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week, okay? Uh-huh. All right. Bye-bye, hon. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller, our last caller for the evening, comes from area code 240-240. You're on the air. Hi, now, it's Meg. How are you? Hello, Miss Meg. How are you, my darling <coughs> doppelganger girl? <laughs> doppelganger Oh, God. I don't even want to ask. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not okay. telling you which one's the shiny penny side and which one's the dark side. There's <laughs> <laughs> one of us. It's so good to hear from you, baby. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. What's new and exciting? What's been going on? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, what? Hello? Oh, I was asking you. Oh, what? I asked you how everything, what's been going on. What's been going on? I've been sitting here every Thursday waiting for you to call in patiently. I'm not not pointing any fingers or anything like that, but missed you, yeah. That's what's been going on here. Oh, oh, (laughs) I love you too now, now. (laughs) I love you too. How's everything in Oregon going? Everything is going amazing. Life is just an adventure that I am thrilled with right now. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I took a little writing hiatus for a little while, and I'm back. Um, I started writing poetry about um, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, and I was like, ah, I gotta get with my people again. I gotta get with <laughs> my Nawa and friends group again. So I'm back, and um, doing okay. Doing okay. I don't know what happened. I mean, has anybody like ever just stopped writing for a little while and you're like, do, 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 do. And then all of a sudden life happens and you're like, wow, I have all these thoughts. And and then I thought, oh, wow, I need to write. <laughs> and then I felt Sometimes so we have to be quiet to hear ourselves the loudest, you know, and yeah, we all go through that at times. We just need yeah. to... We need to listen to ourselves. And so in order to do that, we have to be silent. It's okay when yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, and sometimes as writers, being silent and still is spooky scary. Because, I don't know, um, you have to enter your own head with adult supervision sometimes. At least for me. <laughs> so. <laughs> At least for me. So I wrote um I wrote a piece 
earlier today that I'll read. It's kind of short. Um, it's kind of out left field, like usual. Um, and it's I'm on Instagram now. Actually, kind of like it because I'm able to like connect with people. Like I have no clue who they are. And um, there's a lot of writing groups on Instagram. So if you haven't checked it out, it's kind of cool. Um, it took me a minute to figure out how to use Instagram. You know, because everybody's like, are you on Instagram? I was like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for it. And then I was like, oh, let me check this out. You know, because I'm not a LinkedIn girl. But Instagram is pretty good for, it's like strictly poetry for me. Like it's not like business or anything like that. So, um, and I found you on Instagram. So I'm following you. Um, and I found a couple other people on there. But um, it's kind of like, it's kind of my new dig right now. Do I have an Instagram? So, yeah, you do. I think it's well, Nyalate. Well, the things you learn about yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I've done I just, I never I think I use it very often. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually liking it. I'm liking it a lot. I'm on that as much as I'm on Facebook, so it's kind of balancing out. So yeah. I'm like a seesaw, a teeter-totter. Um, <laughs> let me get my poem just one second. I have to read it on Instagram because I don't have it written down. Hold on a sec. And those of you who are wondering if you can hear me, yes, I am most definitely, definitely sharing <laughs> my cough drop with my teeth right now, which means I bit it. That's okay. You're allowed to. Your your skin is colder than mine right now. So. <laughs> and I can't imagine what Canada looks like or, like, the freaking North Pole. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. But apparently in Minnesota, they're freezing pants outside. I saw some post about that. Thought it was really weird. Um, they do it every year, so I don't know. In Maryland, we're not doing anything like that, but we're delaying schools and stuff like that. We're wimps there, so we just are. So it was like zero degrees here today, so it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty cold. So um, okay, I'm gonna stop babbling and read my poem. Are you still there? Did we lose her? Meg, I can't hear you, honey. Meg, are you there, honey? Mm-hmm. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Uh-oh. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I couldn't hear you before. You're really low. You keep getting really low. Can't hear you. I can do you 
Meg, I'm gonna have to read it next week. I can't. I can't read it because my my What's phone it? keeps clicking on and off. Why is it doing that? <laughs> Excuse me, you guys. Sorry about that. What's going on with it? Hmm? What's going on with the phone? Yeah, it's cutting out now. I can't even hear you talking. I mean, I can hear you like you are a thousand miles away underwater. I am Marco. Sorry. <laughs> Here you are. And there you're not. You're gone again, baby. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get it. Um, it was... Oh, I can't even explain the poem. Um... I can't even explain it, um, but I'll read it next week. I will, but I wanted to call and check in, um, and I'll have it written in a journal next week. But I, I can hear you really good right now. Why can't I hear you when you read? Because I'm I'm looking at it and I'm talking. So oh, I'm not so on it's on your phone. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, make sure that next week, as a backup, you handwrite it down so you have it in front of you. Okay. Or put it on your computer. I promise. I promise. I'll have to okay. next week. I'll have that okay. small one and a short one. I mean, a long one. Um, but uh, I'll tell you where you can find me. Uh, I am on Facebook, uh, Meg Collins. Uh, and I'm also on Instagram. Uh, you can all, also find me at Diary of a Sparfish at blogspot.com. I'm also, you can find me. On Amazon, I have two books, um, My Magnum Dot Opus and Twinkle, Twinkle, Starry Sky. And um, I don't know if I'm Googleable at this time. <laughs> um, I haven't been playing with Google a lot, so I've been delving into other areas. And I'm also on Twitter, awesome. but mainly Facebook and Instagram. So I will bring more to the table next week. I promise, promise I'll start coming on <laughs> Thursday. All right. Well, it's just good to hear from you, sweetheart. I'm glad that you stopped in, and I can't wait to see your brain next week. So you have a good time, sweetie. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you, sweet angel. I love you. Love you too, hon. Thanks. Bye. All right. You guys have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. It has been a fantastic night. You got all your prompts from everybody this evening. Well, most everybody, everybody that I remember to ask. (laughs) All right. So have fun with those. We will see you next week. I'm going to close the show, the show tonight with a piece by, uh, where'd it go? Uh, Andrea Gibson called Royal Hearts. Here we go. And thank you, everybody. Good night. You will never be let down by anyone. More than you will be let down by the one you love most in the world. It's how gravity works. It's why they call it falling. It's why the truth is harder to tell. Every year you have more to lose. But you can bury your past in the garden by the tulips 
water it till it is so alive. It lets you go. And you belong to yourself again. When you belong to yourself again, remember forgiveness is not a tidy grave. It is a ready, loyal knight kneeling before your royal heart. Call in your royal heart. Tell it bravery can never be measured by a lack of fear. It takes guts to tremble. It takes so much tremble to love. Every first date is a fucking earthquake. Sweetheart, on our first date, I showed off all my therapy. I flaunted the couch where I finally sweat out my history. I pulled out the photo album from the last time I wore a lie to the school dance. I smiled and said, that was never my style. Look how fixed I am. Look how there's no more drywall on my fist. Look at my wrist. It's not something I have to hide, I said. Well, I was hiding it. The telephone pole still down from the storm. By our third date, I'd fixed the line. I said, listen... I have a hard time. I mean, I cry as often as most people pee, and I don't shut the door behind me. I'll be up in your face screaming, Seattle is too rainy. Seattle is too rainy. I'm never going to be able to live here, I sobbed on our fourth date. I can't live here. In my body, I mean. I can't live in my body all the time. It feels too much. So if I ever feel far away, no, I am not gone. I am just underneath my grief, adjusting the dial on my radio faith so I can take this life with all of its love and all of its loss because I already know you are the place I'm going to finally sing without any static, meaning I'm never going to wait that extra 20 minutes to text you back and I'm never going to play hard to get when I know your life has been hard enough already when we all know everyone's life has been hard enough already It's hard to watch this game we make of love like everyone's playing checkers with their scars saying checkmate whenever they get out without a broken heart. Just to be clear, I don't want to get out without a broken heart. I intend to leave this life so shattered there better be a thousand separate heavens for all my flying parts and none of those parts are going to be wearing the romance from the overpriced vintage rack meaning I don't want a single speed bike if I can't make it up the hill. I know exactly how many gears I'm going to need to love you well and none of them look hip at the car coffee shop, but they'd all have God saying, good job, you're finally not full of bullshit. You finally met someone who's going to flatten your kneecaps into skipping stones. Baby, throw me. Throw me as far as I can go. I don't want to leave this life without ever having come home. And I want to come home to you. I can figure out the rain. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.